donna è mobile, qual più malvento, muta d'accento e di pensiero. Sempre una mobile, leggia d'roviso, impianto in riso, e menzognero. La donna è mobile, qual più malvento, muta Welcome to the Whatever Dating Talk podcast coming to you live from Isla Vista, Santa Barbara County, California, every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. I am your host, Brian Atlas. I'm joined by my co-host, Kiki. She's a bit shy. A few quick announcements before the show begins. This channel is viewer supported, so please consider sending a super chat. Throughout the show, I will read super chats $10 and up. All super chats will be displayed in stream overlay. We've got channel memberships, Patreon, merch. All links are in the description. If you become a member, we will shout you out during the stream. Eric, if you can pull it up, uh, you get a bunch of cool perks. Yeah, you hit that join button. There's also a join button right below the video here. Got six different tiers. We added a couple new emojis, guys. Uh, yeah, just check out the perks. And it's a, is YouTube still doing the promo? Yes, it is. So at tier one, tier two, it's 50% off. Uh, so tier two is normally 10 bucks, it's five bucks. Tier one, normally five bucks, it's 250. So yeah, check it out, guys. And all links for, you know, the Patreon merch are in the description. We are also streaming to Twitch right now. Twitch.tv slash whatever. Drop us a follow. If you want to be on the show or help the show, DM at whatever on Instagram. And uh, we're, I think we're, uh, we're looking for people to help with timestamps. We're looking for chat mods. We're looking for someone to help out with clips. If you're down, if you're like editing and stuff. Uh, so yeah, we need, we need some help on that front. Quick question for the chat, Eric, if you can bring it back to center here. Anyone been watching House of the Dragon? Anybody? Mm -mm. Chat, no. have you guys been watching House of the Dragon? Yo, this most recent episode went hard. Game of Thrones redemption arc, anyone? Anyways, um, <laughs> can we get some dragons in the chat? You know, okay, also in the chat, after the dragons, I wanna know what city are you guys watching in? Anyways, uh, we're gonna have, oh, we also need a like counter, I think. If you guys know what I mean, because everybody just says like all the time on the show, so I think we need a like counter that updates every time. <laughs> Anyways, maybe XDM, Entertain Me, Ian Clasper, you guys, maybe Verks, you guys can uh, keep a tally of uh, how many likes we're getting. It's probably, I mean, you might break your keyboards, but anyways, we're gonna have the guests introduce themselves, so please tell us your name, age, occupation, and your school major. I'm Michelle, um, I am 22 years old. I am a surgical tech major, and what was the other one? That's it. Uh, just name, age, occupation, and or school major. 
Oh, yeah. You, you said you were a what? A surgical tech. Surgical tech. So yeah. you're out of school right now? Uh, no, so I'm in school for a surgical tech. So, so you're not... just being in the OR. But you're, a, you, you're, so you're not a surgical tech yet? Yes. Okay, you're training to be a surgical tech. Yes. Okay, and is that through uh, Santa Barbara City College? No, so the best school that I found around here was San Joaquin Valley College. It's kind of by Bakersfield, so... Rip. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Bakersfield. Can we get some uh, school emojis in the chat <laughs> for her Not that fun. being in Bakersfield? Okay, go ahead. Uh, my name is Ashley. I am 34. I'm an attorney, and my uh, major was sports management and communications, and I went to the University of Michigan. Are you in private practice? Yes. What kind of law do you practice? Or? Um, I do business formation, trademarks, and estate planning right now. Oh, nice. Guys, if you need an attorney in Santa Barbara, hit her up. Hi, my name's Melody, and I'm 22 years old, and I take online classes at Cal State Long Beach. My major is healthcare, um, business administration. My name is Sarah. I am 22 years old. I'm currently a full-time nanny. And I go to the Santa Barbara Colleges of Law. So you want to be an attorney too? No, I'm going to get my master's in legal studies. So I'm not going to get my doctorate. I'm not going to sit for the bar. I'm just going to have a master's degree in business law. So wait, so you, but you would technically be a lawyer, no. correct? No. Because I think isn't, maybe you can weigh in on this. You can be a lawyer, but not be an attorney right or do i have that backwards so you can have your jd but you're not actually an attorney unless you pass the bar right but aren't there some scenarios where for example you could practice corporate law right but not have your not have passed the bar or do i have that wrong yeah i don't know you're about wrong. that <laughs> there's something any attorneys in the chat i think there's something where you can if you graduate from law school you're an attorney or you're, you're a lawyer, but you can't, you can't represent people in court, but you could, for example, advise a company on legal matters. No, I, if I get my master's in legal studies, I cannot legally give like legal advice for a company. I heard there's something, but so, okay. So you, <laughs> but so you don't want to get the, you don't want to take the bar. Exam. No. So I was offered a spot in the doctorate's program when I applied, which is awesome. But I just don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be an attorney. I don't think litigation is something that I'm going to enjoy. I think that if I work alongside a business doing like business operations or working in HR for a big corporation, I'd be a lot happier with like the social aspect and like the um, the it, it's still like a challenging job but just not as stressful as being like in a lawyer or an attorney. So what would your job title be? There's a variety of things that I could do. Okay. But like right now, like I'm looking at, um, it's like the business operations um, kind of field, which would okay. be under HR, under a corporation. HR, you said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Somebody just said I need glasses. Um, <laughs> I'm Liv. I'm 20, and I am in cosmetology, but I graduate next week, and I start in my new salon to be a hairstylist. Here in Santa Barbara? 
Uh, or are you? I'm gonna be dip. in Beverly Hills. Rip. So you're leaving. In like in a couple months, in like six months, yeah. Mike Davis is gonna be very sad. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the chat, but he's been asking for you to come back. So finally happened. Okay, rock and roll. So everyone's Instagrams are in the description. Show them some love. Give them a follow. We're going to go back around the table. So please tell us your current relationship status, longest relationship. <laughs> are you on any date and are you on any dating apps? And that includes seeking arrangements. <laughs> um, I am recently single. Um, I am on Tinder <laughs> uh, for women only. <laughs> but that's like, you know. Other than that, um, oh. wait. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're on Tinder to meet women. Yes. So are you bisexual? Yes. Okay. So yeah, there's story there, but um, yeah, I'm uh, recently divorced. Recently divorced. Yes. How recently? Very recent. Uh, wait, how old are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. We've been together for seven years. How long have you been married? For about two years. You were married for two years. I was married for two years. How old is he? Same, same same age. age. Okay. Military, so that explains that. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're you're what's I think it's called a depend upon this. Oh, oh no! Oh, don't yeah, go that's there. Literally, yeah. Is that what they're called? Oh, that's what she was called. That's what I was called. <laughs> a depend upon this. Dependa, but I wait. Mean. Okay. <laughs> you said recently. How recently? Um. So we're actually in the process of getting divorced now. Uh, we're already separated. I okay. actually just filed, so. Just filed? Mm -hmm. So what, like earlier today? No, so probably <laughs> like about within this month, or last month. And So not officially divorced yet. But was it a surprise to him? No. He knew okay. it was coming? He knew it was coming, yeah. And how long have you guys been separated then? Uh, we've been separated for about six months now. Okay. I'd say, but like mentally, probably about a year. <laughs> So did he want the divorce? No, I did. So he wanted to stay with you. He wanted to work things out. Well, uh, up until that point, yeah. But I feel like his demeanor about how to go about things was pretty rough. Um, there was a lot of bumps in the road to get to where we are now. So I don't know. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a long thing, so I don't, I don't know. He's uh he was my high school sweetheart, so we were we were together for a long time before we decided to get married. But I think overall, I was just way too young to make that decision. What branch of the military was he in? Navy. Navy. Yeah. Seaman. Yeah. Seaman. Sea. Seaman. Seaman. Okay, so then. What is it irreconcilable differences? What was the we got the attorney shaking her head here? <laughs> um, so basically, it was just we he was on deployment a lot, obviously, we fell out of touch. Um, but for the most part, the military really changed him a lot of trauma. Was he de him. deployed? Yes, he's deployed about three times to where? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, he was just. You guys were married. East. You don't know where he. Well, out in the Middle East, like he's on a ship, like so they go to like Afghanistan. Yeah, I mean, around there. That's really all I knew. I mean, he wouldn't really say much about it. What What was his like uh, position or whatever? Was he enlisted or, or I assume he was he's enlisted. enlisted. Okay. Yeah. He was Not enlisted. officer. No. 
Okay. Was he? I mean, he worked. He was on the ship the whole time? Or yeah. You get deployed for like two, three months. Yeah. I mean, he service. was the longest deployment that he went on was about nine months. Yeah. Wait, so hold on. But did he see combat? I mean, fr- he has a lot of stories. But the thing is, is that I'm not fully Thailand? Sure. Was this when he was in Thailand? No. <laughs> he was in, I don't know, from his stories, he was out in the Middle East. Southeast Asia? Out in the Middle East. He That's never... all I know. That's all I know. Okay. I've heard a lot. I mean, there's, yeah. I wish I knew more, but I kind of am glad that I don't. But for the most part, he said he saw combat. And I'm not sure how... On the boat? I mean, I, he but, was sent off for some point in time, but I don't know. Like, you asked me anything about his job back when we were there. I, I had no idea. Like, that's all I know. He wouldn't really talk about ch- it much. Chat, I, I'm not super familiar with the Navy, but if you're in the Navy, can you see, com- like, combat? No. Like, do, do they have... You're on the boat the whole time, right? I, ex- I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that, that was his story. I'm not going to defend it or kind of just go with it, but that's what he said, from what he said. I, that's all I know. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> oh, I had a question about this. So, but I, I lost it, so I'll, I'll come, we'll come back to it. But um, by the way, guys, really quick, originally we were going to have a much larger panel, but we had like, oh, there's Mike Davis. Okay. <laughs> Originally, we were going to have a panel of like nine, but we had, uh, I want to tell the story before we continue on with this. Um, We had three girls flake, and then we had two girls flake. And I don't know if you guys want to tell the story, but basically what happened is, is they were waiting outside. You know, we have the girls stage for a few minutes and then we bring them in to the building. And apparently two of the girls that were going to be on the show walked by them and I think it was like a gang rivalry or something. I'm not really sure what was going on. But they walked by them and were like, yo, we got some beef with these chicks. And then they just bailed. What, what was her name? Ari or some shit? I don't know. I don't but know uh, yeah, she flaked. Because apparently there's some like family vendetta between, I don't know, going back generations between <laughs> the families. She said it was like, what did she say? Minor drama or some shit what did she say inconvenience i don't know we don't know who they are yeah and the girls like these girls have these three right here they're all friends they have no fucking idea who these two girls are (laughs) but the two girls were like fucking santa barbara whatever anyways so sorry guys initially we're gonna have a much larger panel we had three chicks flake Liv came in super clutch last minute she just hey can you come she's here in 20 minutes so Live your fucking legend. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyways, we'll continue on. But yeah, sorry guys that we were we started a bit late because we had like last minute flakes. It's always a mess with scheduling these people. So, but credit to the people that showed up and were on time. So thank you guys. Um, so current relationship status, longest relationship, and are you on any dating apps? I'm single. Longest relationship was seven years, and I'm on Hinge right now. Were you married seven years? Negative, no. Negative. No. Of course, attorney would never. Nah, we ain't doing that. Not getting married. Thank you. And you, so, but without joking about it, so you're not interested in getting married? 
now. I feel like the only reason I would get married is if I had kids or if we're planning on having kids. But other than that, no. Do you want to have kids? I'm, it's up in the air. It's up in the air? Yeah. But you don't have like any desire to have kids or... If it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to force it. You're not it. pressed? No. Okay. Okay. Um, what was the vision? <laughs> Current relationship status, oh. longest relationship, and are you on a dating app? That includes seeking arrangements. Um, I'm engaged, and we've been together for five years. That's the longest relationship. And no, I'm not on any dating apps. <laughs> Tilt the microphone a bit to your right. Is that good? To your right. And then, like, scoot it. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I am currently in a relationship. I have a boyfriend of two years. I My longest relationship was four years. Um, and I'm obviously not on any dating apps. Have you ever been on a dating app? No. Kiki? Ew, okay, never mind. Uh, Liz? <laughs> Fuck, live. <laughs> um, I'm currently single and. You should go by Olivia. No. Absolutely so that not. I. Because Liv and Liz, it's so easy to mess it up. I'm the only. Like, the only time I get called Olivia is by my mother when she's, like, yelling at me. I refuse. I don't like that kind of. I don't of know talk. why I played that one. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'll be your grandmother. I'm going to call you Olivia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, go ahead. No, I'm not on any dating apps either. Wait, did you say longest relationship? Uh, longest current relationship. Current relationship status. Yeah. Uh, single. Longest single. Longest okay. is about a year and a half. Um, and then I'm not on any dating apps whatsoever. Not even seeking arrangements. <laughs> okay. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go around. Last little thing here. Do you identify as a feminist? I'd say yes. To a certain extent. And, and just to be clear, like you can believe in equality and women's rights without being a feminist. No. I mean, you can't? The, the definition of feminism hand. is that men and women are equal. Like it's very simply, you know, I think that there's different kinds of enthusiasm for feminism and what people want to achieve. But feminism, like in and of itself, like straight up definition is just equality. You know what I mean? But what... What would you say women or feminists are fighting for? Equality. Are you sure? Yeah. What would you say they're fighting for? I know. Well, feminism is a woman's rights movement. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's an equality movement because if if equality means... If, if the equality they're fighting for comes to the detriment or comes at the detriment of women, feminists will not seek it. So that's why I say you can be, believe in equality and women's rights without being a feminist, if that makes sense. I think, I think I, what I'm referring to is a difference in definition than what you're referring to. You do get it well, I, for example, I'm an egalitarian. So I believe in equality. I believe in men's rights. I believe in women's rights. Yeah. But I would not consider myself a feminist, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think just people have different perceptions of what feminism entails. And like, as for me, feminism is just like bridging the gap, like creating equality. And 
as far as like extremism goes, like that's a different that's conversation. A different but okay, <laughs> I don't know how far I want to go into the feminist thing here. But you mentioned extremism, um, mm-hmm. but isn't the so the core tenet of feminism is the patriarchy theory? Do you agree in the pa- that there there's? Do you believe in the patriarchy theory? that society has been set up by men for the benefit of men to the disadvantage of women. Yeah. yeah. So I consider that an extremist view. I agree. I think that's extremist because you're, you're basically painting all men as the oppressor class and women as the oppressed class. I don't think class. it's necessarily that. I think it's just understanding history in the sense of where things originated and where things still stand today. And I don't think that... Um, society today can totally reflect upon the way things were 10 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. And I think that we're always making progress towards the right direction, but I don't, I wouldn't deny the fact that the foundation of our country isn't based upon patriarchy because it was all created by men. To benefit men. To benefit men. So the founding fathers, it was a cabal, a conspiracy. I don't know how deep we want to get into the feminism (laughs) stuff. How about if we want, we can touch back on it a little later on in the discussion. But with the caveat that I just provided, we'll go around the table. If do you identify as a feminist? Um, to an extent. Okay. To a degree. Yeah. Not really, but to a degree, I guess. Okay. And somebody was saying my mic is low. I don't know if I'm just not close enough, but somebody, people in the chat were saying my mic is like low. Number two. Um, yeah, guys, one, one in the chat, if her mic sounds a bit low, I think you might also just be speaking a bit two. softly too. Okay. It, maybe just boost, boost <laughs> your, your voice a little bit. But uh, we can maybe touch back on the feminist stuff later because I want to get more into dating stuff to begin with but uh <laughs> cool so um let me see so before i get into some of my questions we have like a couple videos to react to i'd like to open it up to the panel first is there anything dating related that you want actually hold on before i do that let me do super chats really quick um okay so we got mike davis here Yo, Mike Davis, thank you for the $10 soup chat. By the way, I don't know if you see that right there. That's, that's a portrait of you, dude. You've yet to address it, Mike Davis. Please just let us know if you acknowledge. Notice me, senpai. Okay. Mike Davis, thank you for the $10 soup chat. A, live is back. Fit check, please. You got to check her out on the gram. It's like a free OnlyFans. She does hop on the OF. If she does hop on the OF, I'll throw her some paper, but I won't cover the, her- the therapy, so don't take my advice. <laughs> Liv, are you currently in therapy? Uh, not anymore, no. Not anymore. But if she starts in OnlyFans, it, it's in the works. Okay. Um, Mike Davis, thank you for the $10 soup chat. Good to see you back. Um, I think Fit Check, 69 bucks, man. It's in the description. We got, we got to do 69. Magic number. Um, Alejandro Figueroa with the $10 soup chat. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Ask them how they felt about women being added to the selective service program, the law that requires them to sign up for the draft once they turn 18. Yeah, um, this kind of touches into the whole discussion about feminism and rights and stuff and equality. 
And the, the reason I, okay, we'll touch on it really quick just because of the super chat. So the reason I said that feminism doesn't fight for true equality, it fights for women's rights or women's advantage or some preferential treatment where it stands to benefit women. The key example is in the selective service program. So in today's day and age, in 2022, women are not subject to military conscription. So, and military conscript, conscription is never going to go away. So we don't hear feminists ever arguing women should be drafted too. We don't even hear feminists really arguing for the draft to be done away with, which by the way, will never, there's, you can't get rid of the draft because it's plausible that in some scenario, a draft could be necessary. So yeah. Do you guys want to respond to? Um, yeah, I'll respond. I think that um, you have to be, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to be, you have to meet certain physical standards to be in the military to an extent. Like you have to meet certain like requirements. You know what I mean? You know, you have to take those like, well, okay, like so boot camp and whatnot. So if you enlist, and it varies based off of the branch. I mean, you have the U.S. Marines, you have the Coast yeah. Guard, you have the Air Force, you have the Army. Um, so just enlisting, women can enlist. Yeah. Uh, the physical requirements, like to pass the physical tests or whatever. Yeah. The it's much the standards are much lower for women than for men. Yeah, and um, I think. But I think when it, it comes to the draft, so conscription. Women are exempt from the draft. Right, I understand that. I yeah. was just going to refer to, like, I think so long as... I think it has more to do with, like, the physical requirement. Because I think once you... I'm not against women necessarily being drafted. I think, though, that now you're going to double your pool of your options for drafting. And I think that women just probably aren't going to pass the physical in the same sense that men would. So I think that inevitably I, I there would be with you. I, inevitably there would be less women for that reason, and I think also you have to be physically well again, if I'm correct, to be in the any to serve at all, and I think that women could probably get away with more physical exemptions to not be drafted. Um, but okay, so the, the, by, like, the health problems like yeah. asthma and other. I, okay, so I, I don't I don't disagree with you that mm -hmm. I, I think you're trying to say that men are generally speaking physically stronger than women. Yeah. And they're more capable of meeting. Well, the, the fact I mean, the men's standards already are higher. For example, you have to, I think, right. complete uh, a race in a shorter period of time. You have to be able to do more uh, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, stuff like that. Um, but we're speaking specifically about military conscription and yeah. the draft. Yeah. So men are required at the age of 18 to register for the draft. If they don't, it's a felony, potentially $250,000 $250, fine. Um, you ca I think you can't vote. You lose access to federal uh, student... Uh, student aid you lose access if, if you're not registered for the draft as a man there's some negative consequences you also can't apply for certain federal jobs or something like that um, so men are subject to the 
to the draft, women are not. Yeah. Okay. So and you're I a feminist. You I, believe I wouldn't, in I wouldn't say that women should be excluded from the draft solely because they're women. But I think if the draft were to occur between men and women, I think standards would change. And I think inevitably there would be less women for that reason. Does that make sense? That's my point. Does anybody else want to come in on this? I mean, I don't feel like if you're going for fem feminism and everything, I don't think you can really pick and choose what benefits yeah. you and what doesn't. So I just say, I mean, if mm. they're going to... Feminists should be subject, or sorry, not feminists, women should be subject to military <laughs> conscription. Yeah, but I think like hardcore feminists are also like, yeah, I want to be... I, no, they're saying like they want to be like, yeah, I like do. Like actively like draft me. Yes, yeah. draft me. Like I... I want the same rights, but people who are more like, mm, like I'm like, no, I want to be a housewife. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want to be in the draft, mm. but I want this. I want to have the same the same rights. So you that goes into someone said someone said they wouldn't survive a day in basic, and that's exactly what I'm referring to. <laughs> that's but, what but, that's, but that's what I'm saying is like you don't see now. Granted, I would say. Being subject to the draft would be something that comes to the, or sorry guys, I drank a fucking energy drink. I never drink any energy drink, so I'm super fucking wired right now. Sorry guys, I'm like spazzing out here. I like that comment. Um, I think it's fair. So, shit, what was I saying? Something about the draft. I don't fucking know. Um, it's fair. But, shit, what was I saying, guys? <laughs> sorry, I'm fucking up here, guys. Um, okay english isn't your first language <laughs> yeah english isn't my first language i was born in france okay so what was i gonna say i don't fucking know what, what were you saying i was oh, saying okay. housewife yeah so oh, yeah if women were subject to the draft even though that would be that would level things out between men and women that would be equality that would be considered equality but coming at to the detriment of women Thus, feminists are not going to be out in the streets marching, fighting, hey, fucking draft us so we can go be in the trenches and fucking die. But it's equality, right? Yeah. That so goes into that's not picking and choosing. If you're actually right. a feminist, you're going to be going to, obviously, yes, what benefits women, but at the same time, if you really want equality, that's your equality. Word. Anyways, we're going to move on from that. But uh, Alejandra, thank you for the uh, $10 soup chat. Mike Davis with the $10 soup chat. All these chicks believe in feminism to a degree. The degree it benefits them, that is, none of these self-proclaimed boss bitches <laughs> want to get near the dirty work that keeps the world spinning. The last thing I would add with um, the military, and this would be for both people who are women who are enlisted and also um, if the draft did ever open up to women, the second they would be about to be deployed, you'd see a whole lot of women getting pregnant. <laughs> a lot of women would intentionally be getting knocked up because if you're pregnant, they're not going to deploy you. So anyways, um, Mike Davis, thank you for the $10 soup chat. And yes, definitely as far as the, the jobs go and stuff, when it comes to feminism, it's kind of like apex fallacy. They're looking at the cushy top positions, the air conditioned office jobs. There's not a lot of feminists arguing that there should be like women on oil rigs and shit. So Glebus LA, thank you for the $10 soup chat. Men get drafted. Women go through labor giving birth. I think it's fair. Um, <laughs> bruv. World War One was pretty brutal, dude. I think I'd rather have been a in 1914. Mm -hmm. I think I would have rather been a 
18-year-old woman than an 18-year-old man. Just saying. Fucking mustard gas, hello. Trench foot, hello. Okay, Z Corp Alpha with the uh, $10 soup chat. Oh, it's not, sorry, it's not live yet in uh, StreamYard. Let me see if we can, we can get it. Holy fuck, I'm wired. This energy drink fucked me up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Is it up yet? No, I don't think so. Good to see you, Verks. Thank you uh, for your continued membership in the uh, chat. Here we go. I got it, Eric. Z Corp Alpha. I'm six foot five inches tall and age 47. I, I treat all ladies like gold. Younger men should treat ladies as the diamonds they are. Okay. Z Corp Alpha. Thank you for the $10 super chat. You are a six foot five inch Chad. I think that puts you in the 99th percentile uh, when it comes to height. So congratulations. <laughs> all right. Moving on from the incredibly toxic discussion. No, I'm kidding. Um, Eric, can you hide that super chat? Um, okay, so going back to what I was saying, I want to open it up to you guys. Is there anything dating related you want to get off your chest? Maybe there's a trend in dating that annoys you. Men are pissing you off in some way. You want some advice when it comes to men or dating? So. I mean, I'm pretty new to dating, so I wouldn't really think that I have any issues with it yet, but... <laughs> no complaints this far. I mean, no complaints so far. <laughs> well, so you said you're only on Tinder? Yeah. But just talking to girls. Yeah. So you... Are you... Have you seen any... Have you seen anybody since the separation with your husband? No. So you telling the truth? Fresh? You telling the truth? Yeah, I mean, because like, could that shit potentially fuck up your divorce if you're like seeing? No, I mean we're separated, so I really don't feel like there would be a need to hide anything. But mm. for the most part, I mean we're separated. I can right. do what I want. We're getting divorced. That's the plan. I mean the divorce papers are already in order. So it's, yeah, I heard that maybe that can be an issue, and I don't know if you can weigh on in on this. That maybe that's more so with children or potential alimony. Mm -hmm. So if you get a new partner and you're cohabitating with a new partner, mm -hmm. that could have a potential impact when it comes to alimony, which is bogus, by the way. But Yeah, it could. It could make a difference. I'm not yeah. a divorce attorney, but right. I have friends that are going through it right now. So Going through divorce. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. Are they attorneys too? No, but they're like therapists and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? I always see, I've, on dating apps, I see a lot of like relationship and like marriage therapists that happen to be single and it's like how do you reconcile being single but also advising people on marriage and anyways i'm that's not your purview but i've noticed that on yeah. dating apps no i mean sometimes that's why they're good at it though they've been through it and they know what's <laughs> up so i suppose i yeah. suppose so you're just dating women yeah you currently got a ting. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I. A couple tings. Talking to some girls, but it's girls like, plural. Yeah, I mean. Any dudes in there or no dudes? No. Has there been any guys since your ex, or is no. it just all girls? I feel like it's just I. In my relationship, I was never able to explore my sexuality. I feel like I really came to that conclusion that I was bisexual in my relationship. I mean, I was together with him for since I was 16, 15. So it's oh, it's, a, it's a lot of time with him. And 
I don't know. It was just a realization that I came kind of came to, and I wasn't able to explore that with him. Not saying that I wanted. He didn't to want leave. to do threesomes. No. But did but you broach it? No. I feel like I might have brought it up one time, but he just, he wasn't down. No. But okay, if he was he down, he was very like territorial. Gonna, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. That's, he says that he was protective, but he was really being possessive. So that was yeah. That. That's also another thing. But on on one hand, that's kind of like I think a lot of guys would be stoked if their girlfriend was down to bring in another girl. Mm-hmm. But I can also see the other side. Some guys are strict monog- monogamous, mm-hmm. so. I think that's fit, like pretty fair if a guy's yeah. like, no, I don't want to involve other people. But yeah, I mean, that's was he re- religious? Um, not really religious, but he was very old school in that way. He was brought up kind of just one person type of thing, and you know, I'm fine with that. I'm white boy, loyal, no, Hispanic, Mexican. Uh, okay, same as me. Sure, I sure, mean, sure. Uh, we grew up differently, so. There's a lot of differences with our mentality, and I think I didn't really get into that before we got married, um, which was another thing. <laughs> Let's go back to the girls. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you are, would you consider yourself bi-curious, or you're for sure bi? Oh, for sure bi. Okay. Yeah. And before your relationship with your husband, did you explore no, at all? No. That's okay. the thing. I don't really think that. I, I didn't really get to explore when so I was with him. So, have you... You just... You know, with the chicks? I Have mean, you, you know? <laughs> you know? Uh, no, not yet, anyways. <laughs> I mean, I haven't really, I mean, I've been saying that I've talked to them, but I haven't really, like, met up. I'd like to. That'd be oh, great. Oh, so you're, you've not gone on any dates? No. I mean, like I said, it's recent, but. So I, I don't know. I really did, I don't think that I wanted to overlap with anything. I just feel like that's the most that's the messiest it can get. So I okay. feel like I'm taking my time with things. So you've not dated really? No. Since the separation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you and do you live in Santa Barbara or no? I do. So oh, you live actually here. like part time I guess. I don't know. I go to school in Bakersfield, so Right, cuz you're in I'm there like 4 days out of the week and then I come back for the weekend. So. Okay. So you have a place there. Yeah. And I assume your family's in town. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, really quick before we move on, we got Z Corp Alpha with a uh, couple super chats here. Retired early in life. Z Corp Alpha, thank you for the $10 super chat. Love spending money on ladies. Shopping and art shows are great. Ladies love foot massages. I don't know if Z Corp is, I don't know if he's tro- <laughs> trolling. <laughs> Or if he's a fucking Chad, but you're a fucking legend, dude. And then we got this one, Z Corp Alpha. Thank you for the $10 soup chat. Nothing like spoiling a lady. Z Corp Alpha, I have a question for you. Which of the ladies at the table would you spoil? Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, so anything dating related you want to get off your chest? Um, I just recently got on Hinge, so... Um, I feel like I kind of quit and then get back on type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I noticed for myself is that a lot of dudes are intimidated by me because of my profession. So. Interesting. Let's go into that a bit. So you've had experiences of, have they overtly told you that, hey, I'm... Um, some some have. Um, sometimes it's not as overt. I just can tell. Um so like sometimes I won't even put on my profile that I'm an attorney because yeah yeah. Um, 
Wait, so, okay. What, can you give us an example of a time when um, you, you got that impression? What did the guy do? Like you, maybe he didn't know and then you revealed to him, hey, I'm an attorney. And do you feel he, he pulled back? He pulled away? Yeah, they pull back or um, it'll be like overtly bragging on their end about, you know, what they do have going on. Um, okay. I've I've literally had um, another attorney guy tell me that like he he wouldn't hire me because I was too attractive. And so I was like, uh, wait, another attorney guy. Yeah, he wouldn't. And this was like at a law firm. Yeah. Wait, you had, hold on, you had an attorney tell you yeah. he wouldn't hire you because you're too attractive. Yeah. Yikes. Isn't that, that sounds like a lawsuit. I mean, I don't think, I don't think being attractive is a protected class, but could that be deemed some sort of, I don't. I mean, you're an attorney. You tell us. Is that... I mean, seriously. You got a case? That's why I... I Wait, you're an employment attorney, aren't you? No, I'm not. Or no. Estate planning. Estate. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, No. So that's why I basically went into business for myself. Like, I I tried to get jobs at first, and it wasn't working. So then I just went into business for myself. And what... It wasn't working because all the... The partners in the firms wanted to sleep with you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but it's a very male-dominated field. Is it? Santa Bar- yeah, it, Santa Barbara is very small. I thought small. attorneys were pretty, I thought it was pretty 50-50. I could be um, wrong, though. I don't know. It's very much uh, good old boys. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me Google this. I mean, I'm getting some mixed things here. It's saying 51.5% of all lawyers are women. Yeah, where? <laughs> Appar- there's more litigation attorneys that are... Is there an earthquake going on? Somebody's shaking? Okay. I have ADHD, so I do oh, this yeah, a lot. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so hold on. The hinge thing. Let's go back to the whole... Men are intimidated by you because of your job. Mm-hmm. Why do you get that impression? Um, I well, for one, I feel like there's a lot of um, like stereotypes attached to me being an attorney. They think that I'm like loaded and have a lot of money, and then not the case. Nah, <laughs> broke law school ruined you. <laughs> it's gonna bit. take a couple years. Yeah, you'll get a, there. It takes a while. You gotta mm-hmm. pay. You gotta pay back the the loans, Something you know, like or the that. debt, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there's definitely quite a differences in terms of attorney income. Yeah. You know, Depending I mean, you have like, you, you have public defenders yeah. all the way to top tier litigation attorneys, yeah. intellectual property attorneys. I think they do pretty good mergers and acquisition. Oh, yeah. They very, do the best, very high. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But it, I think attorneys are up there in terms of uh, prestige a little bit. Like it's kind of, well, on one end, it's kind of a disrespected <laughs> profession because a lot of people have this uh, stereotype of attorneys as kind of being yeah. snakes or, right. you know, whatever. Um, 
but then it's it's sort of up there a little bit with doctors mm -hmm. insofar as it's kind of a, I think it's a respected career Field, yeah mm -hmm. yeah so okay men are intimidated by you mm -hmm. yeah and I'm small like you're you're small <laughs> get it. Uh -huh. how tall are you five four five four mm -hmm. let me ask would you date a guy who's below you socioeconomically I have okay so you don't have like you don't have a preference in terms of hey I'd want to date a guy who's as accomplished as me career-wise no, like you date would you I date mean, a barista yeah if okay. you have money coming in if you're employed <laughs> then <Okay>. yeah <laughs> so men are intimidated by you though <laughs> okay i'm digging too much we'll, we'll move on um pull dating, the mic dating, pull the mic closer towards you dating specifically or hold on let me do some super chats and i'll i'll repeat the question okay uh z corp alpha love this smiling in the morning thank you for the ten dollar super chat bro he's dropping bombs here z corp alpha thank you for the ten dollar super chat all the ladies tonight are beautiful inside the souls of affection okay z corp alpha have you been watching house of the dragon by the way it's been lit okay mike <laughs> davis with the ten dollar super chat honestly her ex-husband sounds like he escaped a lifetime of headaches Good thing he secured the divorce while he's still a broke bum and doesn't have to relinquish a bag. Uh, do you want to respond to this? I, are you seeking any sort of alimony? What? I mean, I don't want to take anything of his. I mean, she doesn't want to take he, anything that he doesn't have. I, that's literally what I was about to say. It's not like he has much anyways. Like, I don't want to take anything of him, anything of him. I, I don't want anything to do with him. Honestly, Can't you? like it ended on good terms at first, but then I found out some sketchy shit about him. So then that just ruined the whole sketchy all about another girl, basically. Okay, so infidelity. Yeah. Okay. So I just think that. Wait, hold on. He didn't want to have threesomes with you, <laughs> but yeah, there was yeah. another Let, woman. Let's let's get into this because monogamous, I, I, right? Monogamous. Right. Monogam blah, monogamous. What he thinks is just being us two. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a lot to uh, to unpack, but basically. Did you get some people in the chat are asking, did you get his GI bill? No, no. Or, I, I have never works. taken anything from him, anything that he's given me. I probably literally only got the insurance. Okay. And what good did that give me? Because I, I already had my own insurance. Right. I had a good paying job. I had everything on my own. I was a phlebotomist before I moved over there. And a phlebotomist? Yeah. I mean, I had A monogamous I my phlebotomist. <laughs> exactly, right? Shit. <laughs> but okay. um, I don't know. I just really think that it wasn't... Not that I wasn't enough for him because I know my self-worth, but it was just a lot of... I guess I was checked out of the relationship because of a lot that's happened and a lot the the way that he treated me. So from that point on, I feel like he looked to someone else for his comfort, and that's I mean he got it. But congratulations. Wait, question. Okay, so you're doing surgery tech mm -hmm. up in Bakersfield-ish, yeah. and you're also a phlebotomist. Mm -hmm. Are you drawn to blood? No, like just a uh, medical field. Okay, uh, yeah. but you're not like blood, the side of blood or no, gory stuff me. doesn't bother you. No. Okay. Got it. Okay, Verks with the $10 super chat. A lot of sympathizers in chat tonight. Stay strong, fellas. 
Uh, Ver Verks, thank you for the, uh, I think that's your first Super Chat, man. Thank you, man, much appreciated. Um, you're a fucking legend, good to see you back, man. Uh, okay, oh, wait, yep. Okay, so going on to you, anything dating related that you wanna get off your chest? Trend in dating that annoys you? I know you're engaged, right? So right. maybe before you met, you met your fiance, men are pissed. So something that men pissed you off in some way before that? I guess a trend that I just see, and I was a little bit shocked to see recently on TikTok and like people, friends, is, um, I don't know. I don't know if this is just say it. People, people's high body count, like high ass body counts. I'm talking like 50 plus. It's just very high, and like hate me. I don't care. I'm just like that's a lot of people. Who like what are you spreading? Like what are we doing here? That's just a lot of people. I'm just saying it's a so little do much. So do you know any girls personally? I know you said you saw it on TikTok. Do you know any girls personally that have a high body count? Like people that I know of, but okay. not that I not that I'm close with. Sure. Okay. But like not even like maybe like 30 plus. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. So 30 plus is a lot. Yeah. At what age would you say? Just any age? Like any age. Like, like 18 plus? That's a lot. That is, okay. That's a lot. Girls agree, disagree. What do you guys think? Body, I guess we're talking body count here. Let's start with you, Liz. What do you think? <laughs> okay. Um, my name is wrong again, but it's fine. Olivia. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, personally, yes, that is a lot. I'm not like, I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do, you can do that. But yeah, that is that. That's quite a bit of people. <laughs> Sarah, um, your thoughts on the body count thing? I don't think that body count is relevant to a person, um, like like their like who they are. But I also think that high body counts, high body counts, kind of correlate with behavior that I don't personally agree with. Does that make sense? So you don't think it matters, but no, like, I, like I, would, I would never ask someone what their body count was. I would never judge someone based upon their body count. But I think there's a correlation between high body counts and behavior of certain girls. And I think that that kind of goes hand in hand. And but I don't think I would necessarily judge someone solely based upon their body count. So you two are friends, but you kind of disagree on this one. No, I we agree. We kind of agree to disagree. Like I would, if she wouldn't ask someone she's dating what their body count is, I would yeah. want to know because I'm not going to be in a relationship with you if you've had sex with 30 plus women. Okay, good. Wait, so maybe I'm making some assumptions here, but your fiance, was that your first partner? No. Okay, so you had... Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh, your thoughts on the body count thing? Um, I mean, do you, but I don't know why you need to, like, expose the number. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that anybody's business? So the so fact are, that would, you would even get online and tell people that, like, that's weird to me. Like, okay, it's weird that these people on TikTok are saying, here's my body count. It's, yeah, like, that's not flaunting type 
Yeah, I don't think it's a good flex for anyone to be like, here's my... Men or women, I don't think it's a good flex to be like, here's my 100-person body count, so... (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree. It is what it is, kind of their body count. But at the same time, it's nothing to brag about. (laughs) I guess let me reframe the question a little bit here. So typically, I think you don't hear this so much from women, but you hear men say, I don't want to date the town bicycle. I don't want to date a woman who's promiscuous. I don't want to date a woman with a high body count. Do you take issue with that? I mean, I I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've only had one body count. My husband was my only one. So. One. Okay. One for I, yeah, you. But we could, I mean, so should body count matter? Do you take issue with a guy taking issue with a woman's body count? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So what do I have a problem with if he has a problem with mine? Yes. Or just if he has a problem with generally speaking with women who have a high body count, like he wouldn't want to date a girl who has a high body count. Well, I would have an issue, so I would understand if he had an issue. Okay, so yes, yes, no. Um, I wouldn't have an issue because everybody has their preference. Yeah. Okay. But I guess it would depend where your cap is, your number. Mine is like 30. Some people would say three. Some people right. would say 10. It varies. Yeah. For it varies. me, like, I think five is like... Yeah. Okay. okay, so you two <laughs> said, yes, you would have an issue if a guy had an issue with it. So I assume you guys think body count shouldn't matter then. Yeah. Okay, so what's your body count? I'm not, I'm not going to share my body count. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Either body count matters or it doesn't, so you have to... I think it doesn't matter in the sense of why are we keeping track. Like, mine is, it's not a big number at all. But I just don't think that... It's kind of the principle of, like, you don't share that kind of information, you know what I mean? But I mean, if it doesn't matter, shouldn't that just be something like, oh, I don't mind. Sorry, guys, there's some motorcycles going by. If it doesn't matter, shouldn't that just be like, you should be fine, just... I just think it shouldn't be relevant at all. Well, in terms of a, your judgment in, for a partner... Yeah. Okay. Like, but I don't, don't, I don't know my boyfriend's body count, and he does not know mine. But you want to share it on the podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Um... I'm, I would only have an issue with it if if it was, like, a one-sided thing. You made it seem like he has an issue. No, no, no. But so what's your body count? Oh, I just said I don't know why people would say their number. So why yeah. would I just say mine? Fair enough. Liz, do you want... <laughs> Should I, like, go out now? No, just... I mean, I personally don't have a problem with sharing my number. It's 11. But okay. I, I don't know. I, right. I don't have a problem sharing my number because, like, if people have a problem with it, then that's your preference. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, so I don't know how much I want to go into body count really quick. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it so many times on the show. Um, but I can tell you that for a lot of men, like, body count's pretty important. Like, most men, we don't want to date a girl with a high body count. So Same with women. Yeah, I, and I agree. Like, I think women generally tend to care a bit less about it, but I don't think there's anything wrong whatsoever if a woman also has the same exact standards as a guy. If a woman says, just like you said, hey, I wouldn't want to date a, a guy who's a player who slept with a lot of women, I think that's totally, totally fair, totally reasonable. I don't think a lot of women care to the degree that men care 
for a variety of reasons we don't necessarily need to get into. None of you really seem particularly interested on debating that topic anyways. So, um, okay, we let me just get a soup chat here. We got Z Corp Alpha with the $20 soup chat. Wanna fly private jet for drinks? Who's the, is this for me? I'm flattered. Um, let's make it happen, DM me, okay. Uh, Z Corp Alpha, thank you for the big $20 soup chat. Thank you for the support, man. You're, you're blasting it today, dude. You're a fucking legend. Um, so did you get to go as far as something you want to get off your chest when it comes to dating? Um, no, I don't think I have anything. Nothing? No. I mean, other than what we just discussed. Well, you're, really. you're, uh, you've got like a fiance, right? Or no? Wait, no, you're she married. Does. Wait. She is a fiance. I have a boyfriend. Boyfriend. Sir. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anything for you? No. Nothing, Liv? Liv? <laughs> I caught myself. I caught myself. Anything? I mean, not really. No, nothing comes to mind. Nothing. I'm, I'm still. I mean, you're single though, right? Yeah. Come on. I'm also the fuck boys are pissing you off. Just say it. <laughs> Come on, Liv. <laughs> I think I'm pissing the guys off. You're pissing the guys <laughs> off. Why is that? Because I just got out of a relationship. When? Well, not just, but like, like six months ago. So I'm kind of just doing me because I am. What does that mean? What does doing me mean? Finishing school. But are you just, when you say doing me, you just being a fuck boy? What do you, I'm what not do you mean? being a fuck boy. No, I think it's just because like right now. But I'm why are the guys pissed off at you? I'm trying to explain. Okay, that. go ahead. <laughs> um, sorry, the, the energy drink. I'm fucking spazzing, guys. I'm sorry. Um, probably because it's just like I'm not really interested in like settling down 100% yet because I need to finish school. Um, and also like, as far as like issues with dating and stuff goes, I'm, I just turned 20. So it's like, I'm young and I've only experienced such like a certain like realm of the dating world. Cause I still have, I mean, in guessing that I'm not going to be married soon. Like I still have a ways to go to like, I've experienced it all. So I don't really... I don't know. I'm not too experienced yet, I guess. So are you just doing the hookup thing? Is it kind of what you're no, getting at? No, not even that. I'm just minding my own business. I'm finishing school. I'm focusing on school. And if somebody, if I meet somebody, that's, that's who I meet. What about Mike Davis? <laughs> is there like, I think there's a brewing romance going on there. Oh, is he still in the chat? He hasn't said Mike? the $69 super chat, so... I, think I don't think he wants me that bad. I think he's not in the chat anymore. Mike Davis. Um, if Mike he Davis... He wants the fit check, though. If Mike Dave, Davis offered to fly you out to... I think he lives in North Carolina. Oh. He owns three Burger King restaurants. Wow. He's, he's the head honcho of Burger King in North Carolina. Whatever you want. If you want what's the premier... Do you guys know what the premier food item at Burger King is? It is it the Whopper? Whopper? Is the Whopper, is that a Burger King thing? Yeah. He'll get you as many Whoppers as you want <laughs> on the fucking house. Mike Davis, where are you? Confirm or deny. You, you, not only will you fly live out, you'll hook her up with the Whoppers. Okay, moving on. So, <laughs> let's do a video reaction. Eric, can you pull up the video tab? Okay, we're going to do the first one, dateable versus bangable. Guys that are dateable are bangable, but not all guys that are bangable are dateable. Bangable, dateable. You think there's ever like intersection between bangable and dateable? 
Yes. What type of guy would you say are bangable but not dateable? I feel like the guys with tattoos are bangable but not dateable. From what I've experienced, because the girl loves guys with tattoos, I, I really wanted to make them dateable. I tried to date all of them. Took me out, they treated me right. It's good stuff. When it came down to like committing, they had every reason not to do it. Okay, your guys' reaction to that clip. I mean, I think I agree. Some guys are bangable but not dateable in the sense that, yeah, let's just get this over with, let's fuck. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be with you for, like, a long period of time. You okay. Know? Yeah. Um, some some guys that are bangable or not dateable, they're just noncommittal. Nothing wrong with that. Well, they're non-committal. Yeah, if you're on the same page, I mean, then it is what it is. But I think what she's saying is there are guys that are bangable, but the girl doesn't want them for long term. Does that make sense? And maybe they're preemptively getting the impression that this guy's not going to commit to me. Mm-hmm. But it's more so... I, Okay, whatever. Go on. Go ahead. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I think some men end up being toxic. So why would you date them? Just hook up with them. I think that um, there's like, I think men are generally easy and that if you wanted to sleep with a man, you probably could. And I think that most women have standards that surpass someone just being bangable. So, like, if you wanted to, you could sleep with someone that was, like, attractive, but not date them for that reason. Your reaction to the video? I think that it also, like, I think it goes both ways because I think with guys and girls, since some people are at different, like, stages in their lives, some girls only want to fuck and some guys only want to fuck and then there's other people who want to date and settle down so there is that fine line for sure but it could definitely go both ways I feel like but yeah for guys there is like dateable and fuckable or bangable sorry (laughs) okay and so how do you guys know like what category to put the guys in like what what would make a guy bangable but not dateable. Are there any character traits? Liv? Um, I mean, I guess just the way that they act or how they treat you. Because, like, usually you can tell, like, if you guys have hooked up the past couple times or whatever, and that's usually what they only, like, hit you up for. Or, you know, just, you can just tell in the mannerisms, I guess. Are you I going like on a I first would. date with them or are you just hooking yeah. up with them? Because if they're mean to the waiter, if they're rude, if they they're not, hold, well. if they don't tip well, yeah. if they're not holding out the door for you, if they don't pick you up, if they're like, meet me here, like those are all red flags. I'm not going to date you. You just want to hook up. So you're going to bang a guy even if he's rude to the waiter? Because yes. I, I mean, that's I a mean, wrap for me. If, if someone's just, rude to the waiter, that's a. I'm not even. I don't I mean, even want to. If you, if you just, want, if you just want to hook up and you're like feeling it and you just in the mood. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that gonna be a turn off though? 
Yes. If they're a dickhead. I feel like that would be. Like, I feel like it would be, but I feel like in the moment and if, I don't know. I feel like there can be deal breakers that aren't turnoffs. You know? Sure. I can see that. So I think that's where the line would be. May, so you're, would you be more attracted to the guy who's a dick? Because he's just going to be a dick in bed and treat you like shit? No. No. But, that's what you're but I mean, I'm not right? saying Ooh. like go and sleep. <laughs> shit. Yo, big fucking Whoa. soup chef. <laughs> fucking Mike Davis here. Throwing a little twerking <laughs> Mike Davis will get to that very shortly once the girls respond. Continue on, guys. Continue on. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was pretty much done. <laughs> no. Well, where, where were we at? Okay, well, so I was asking what are some traits that you would want to put a guy in the bangable category and a guy in the dateable category. I don't know if all of you got to go on that. I think we, we were going off you, and then did you want to continue with your take? Um, I just put, like, not dateable, but bangable. Okay. That was it. Um, dateable, someone you would, like, you know your mom would like, <laughs> you know? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Anything for you? No. Anything for you? Okay. Well, so uh, my take on this is is that, and I think this is where women can get into some trouble, is that guys who are bangable for you aren't... Okay, so women can sleep with guys who are out of their league, who are more attractive than them, because men will sleep with and date across and down. So... A guy who's attractive, like he might be down to just hook up with you a couple times, hook up once. He'll sleep with you, but he will never commit to you. So men, we really have like a pretty strong fun only and then relationship material, marriage material category. And we might not even tell you which category you're in. You might not even know because some guys are just going to play you. They're going to be like, they might even do the romantic shit just to keep you around a bit. But there will be certain behaviors or just your level of attractiveness where it's just, she's just bangable. I mean, using their terms, these are not terms I would, I would use, but the bangable category and then the dateable category. So where women get into trouble is you can sleep with men who are more attractive than you, but those men will never commit to you. Because you're too hot? Is that what you're saying? Who, the guy? No, that the women are too hot. No, no, no. the guy is more attractive <laughs> than the girl. Oh. Like that's, where that's where your mind is. My at. mind is going that the girl is too hot. So she's what? So you're, she's, you're, you're just, you're just going to bang. No, 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 no. That's what I'm thinking. That's what makes sense. I mean, it's pretty rare for a guy to be able to sleep up. That's pretty rare unless he's bringing money or status. If he's not bringing those, like, or he's incredibly charismatic mm -hmm. most men cannot sleep up we sleep down no, but when I it comes to I've never seen <laughs> yeah so seen. I mean if a guy fucking lucks out and he secures a woman who's more attractive than he is he's probably going to put her in the in the dateable category unless she has some other red flags where it's like she's not her characteristics are not uh, deserving of long-term commitment like maybe she's fucking crazy Right. Under those scenarios, then he's probably not going to want to take her serious. But so what happens is, and this is the kind of the big issue with the dating meta, is that especially with dating apps, Tinder, for example, um, women are very easily, so what you see happening on Tinder, women are chasing after the top tw 10 or 20% of men on Tinder because it's all looks, really. So you have 80, 90% of women chasing after 10, 20% of men. 
those 10, 20% of men are just gonna run through all those chicks, never commit to any of all of them. But because those women think, I can get sex from that guy, that means I'm either, they're gonna view themselves as as attractive as that guy, and thus I'm deserving of a relationship from a guy of that caliber. But the fact of the matter is, is that women can sleep with men who are more attractive than them, but will never get commitment. <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, we're going to do the super chats here. Um, unless you guys want to respond. You're, if you disagree, I'm by the way. I'm just processing it. If you feel free to disagree. If, you, if you're like, Brian, that's bullshit. What are you talking about? You're free to, feel free to disagree. I just, I just think men and women are different. I don't think men, or I don't think women go for looks as much as men do. So I think looks don't really define whether someone's like bangable or dang. Or dateable I actually think women woman. care more about looks and women ju judge men more harshly on looks than do women sorry I don't think that's women true. judge men more harshly on looks than do men judge women on looks no I, I think women judge women equal, on looks though. more than yes. men judge women well, on looks yes. but I don't think it goes the same way for men I agree with what I agree with what she said that men are harsher judges of looks yes Okay, we no. Let, no, 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 that, that men are more like they're men more, care more about looks, yes, but women judge men more harshly on looks. So, in order, in order for a man to be physically attractive to a woman he has to meet more metrics. Men are much more lenient in their, in their attractiveness, physical attractiveness judgments than are women. I don't agree. I'll give you a couple, Haven't you seen those TikTok you, videos where it's like those guys are like, would you date me if I was skinny? And all the girls are like, I would date you now. And then if you go to the same thing to a guy, the, the response isn't the same at all. Yeah. It's like, no, I need her to be this. I need her to have an ass. I need her to have tits. I need her to be skinny. I, mean, I need her to go to the gym. <laughs> and then you ask a woman, and she's like, no. Like, like you don't have to have matter. a six-pack. It, it would be 50-50. I mean, no. okay. If I'm being so, honest. And not only that, but I feel like when you go through a dating app, I feel like most women also don't just like, they see looks, of course, because that's your first impression. Because you're on a dating app. Because you're on a dating app. Yeah. But I feel like more women also look at the characteristics and obviously because women are going to be like, I don't want to get murdered. Let me go see what this guy's about. Mm -hmm. And they'll actually want to know what he's about. You know, now that I think about it, I agree with you if we're talking about sleeping with someone. I think guys I still feel like it's 50-50. Like girls can be as harsh as men can sometimes. I mean, so, let's be honest. So are we talking about dating or are we talking about I'm banging? I think both. I think both to sleep with. I think maybe women care slightly less about looks when it comes to I mean looks I think for both men or women are sort of the the first thing. Phys the physical attraction has to be there. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think for both men and women, that's important for both. Um, so, you know, like you could have a fantastic guy, but if he's not meeting some of women's metrics for what she finds attractive in a partner, it's just never gonna go anywhere. Unless he's super high status, super financially well off, or incredibly charismatic. But most men are not these things. Anyways, so I'll give you a couple of examples for why I think women rate men or judge men more harshly on looks than the reverse. Uh, 
um, and there's a couple physical metrics and these physical metrics are uh, out of men's control. So the three things that are out of men's control that women care, I think care quite substantially about. One is height. Men can't control their height. Most women want to date a man who's taller than them. The second is hair. So if a man is balding, most women, if a man has a receding hairline, most women have, have, do have a preference, a strong preference for men with a full head of hair. Maybe that changes when they're in their 40s or 50s. But, and that's, that's out of men's control. Can't really control that. There's medications I guess they can take, but whatever. The third is penis size. If a man's peen size is not adequate, that's probably gonna be a deal breaker for a lot of women. And then also, I mean, you could, the fuck, peen, <laughs> peen performance. So there's a whole bunch of things. So whereas men, in terms of judging women, a lot of the things men care about in women, women have a degree of control over. The primary thing men care about when it comes to women is weight. And weight is something for both men and women that you have absolute control over your weight. Mm. You I disagree. Mean, but yeah, I mean, with people, for both men and women that have PCOS or anything like that, any type of medical condition where it's hard to lose that weight. PC, or, PCOS, what's that? Uh, I don't know the acronym for it. Mm-hmm. What, what are the, is that affect Basically, your, um, I think I've heard of it, but I'm yeah, just. Yeah, so it's kind of common, but it, it affects the help me out here what pcos like metabolism i don't know something it affects i know all i know is that it affects something to where here i'll help you out yeah google it please well pcos is something i believe it only happens in women polycystic ovary syndrome yeah ha yeah there we go um so it affects your ovaries, it affects your hormones. Okay, but like yeah, all hormones. of those things. And hormones in return affect weight loss affect and weight acne loss. Yes, exactly. and hair health. But I think his point is that it's okay. still but still weight. stuff like that. Weight. Okay, but but the exception does not make the rule. Yes, there are people that have Well, yes, of course. People but have hormonal that's something that issues. you have to take into consideration when you're making the rule. You can't pick and choose what is If it's fifty percent of women that have it is PCOS fifty percent of, of women have mm-hmm. PCOS. Yes, like a lot, and a lot of them are like go undiagnosed, but a lot of women do have PCOS. And PCOS makes it difficult to lose weight. It's a hormonal. It's a hormonal thing. So everything you, related. Fifty percent of women have PCOS. You should look up the. Are percentage. you sure? I'm pretty positive. It's a huge amount of women. I mean, it says more than two hundred thousand U.S. cases per year, and there's. And the 350 go, million people in the U.S. A lot so. of them go undiagnosed. And there's new cases all the time, and there's, like, zero studies on it. So are you saying that people, women who have PCOS are incapable of losing weight? Because I it's doubt just, that's the it's case. It's not that it's, it's not incapable. incapable. It's just that it's it makes harder. It harder. Yes, well, they I'll might you, have control of it. Sure. But the thing is, is you're saying that it's something that weight, they have easily con- control okay, of. Okay, let me change the framing here. Broadly speaking, okay. both men and women, broadly speaking are 100% in control of their weight. In a way, I guess. They, say, yeah. You can lose weight. For example, I have hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. That makes it a bit harder for me to lose weight, and I gain yeah. weight a bit easier. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm really strict with my diet, it's, 
it ultimately comes down to calories in, calories out. Yeah. So I guess it's not impossible. To answer your question, it's well, not impossible. Okay, but broadly speaking, overwhelmingly, weight is something that is in people's control. Yes. So yeah. men Regardless care. Regardless what you have. Yes. So men care about weight, but that's under women's control. Broadly speaking. I guess. <laughs> but I feel like also when you get older, women get in the nicest way possible uglier. Why I, I would say the that. nicest way possible. That's no, it's great. true. Like, I feel like once you get older, women, like, I feel like, you know how men get, like, the men age, like, fine wine? I feel I've like heard of this. Not all men. I'm just saying, like, it's, like, I feel like women, like, I, like you have, you have children, you have this, and you have all these things, and, like, it's easy to let yourself go. Wouldn't you say the same for a man, though? But a man doesn't have a child to take care of and like your child is living off of you, like depends on you. So you're saying that women fall easier in the category of losing themselves. I I would say I would say that. I mean, I don't know which one of you said it. Not all men age gracefully. Like there's definitely examples of guys who are much better looking at 20 than they are at 30. And then same thing with women. Yeah. But I Um, I do think maybe there's there is a slight higher proportion of men that they do age a bit more gracefully, but um, yeah, I mean, I, but I think overall, I think as you age, typically like. I think it's just women put more into their looks so early on that like later <laughs> kind of just like fall. Like, okay, for example, like girls who go to the tanning beds a lot as they're younger. Yeah, that's bad. Mm, or mm-hmm. like girls who do a bunch of stuff to their hair when they're younger their hair is not the healthiest when they're older. So I think it's just because we put more into our looks now Mm -hmm. that later you kind of have to either keep up with it or you just let it go. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess to bring it back, we were talking about who grades who more harshly, right? So my position is that women judge men more harshly than do men judge women when it comes to physical appearance. And I listed three things there. And I don't know if you guys don't care about height, you don't care about penis size, you'll have a guy with a micro penis or a small penis, whatever. You're okay with dating a guy who's balding, receding hairline, I don't know. But those are three physical traits that are completely out of men's control. So, whereas I, I can't, I mean, I guess there's like breast size, that's, I would say that's out of women's control. Ass, you can kind of work on your ass. Um, body style yeah body generally style, yeah, yeah body style like not every mm, woman has one. like the same body style sure. well actually on that i would say there is a wider when it comes to body fat percentage right so you have like model skinny chick thin thin woman all the way to thick mm. with three c's <laughs> so i think the there's actually a wider range of body types that men find attractive than do women find attractive in men. Yes. So men will find like the thin chick attractive. They'll find the fit chick attractive. They'll find the thick chick attractive, chubby chasers. Mm -hmm. So whereas women, I think the, the acceptable body fat percentage range is wider for women than it is for men based on preference 
I think that's personal preference. I think yeah. women have personal preferences too. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously women of bigger size aren't going to necessarily go after someone who's smaller. And these are typically the same vice versa. Like it's just a personal preference. I think men sexualize things more often. So we're more aware of men who are like chubby chasers, like these phrases that you're talking about that women <laughs> don't necessarily have because it's not like a, a topic for us so much. Word, word, <laughs> good times. I, but I, I guess the, the way I would paint it is, is that the, okay, if you think of like the ideal female body versus the ideal male body, uh, for a man to have the ideal, like a, maybe I shouldn't say ideal, but I should say like deemed as attractive by a vast majority of the opposite sex for men to have like sort of a very attractive body he's probably going to have to have stepped foot into a gym he's going to have to have some degree of muscle i think you ask most women they'd say yeah he's going to have to be muscular to some degree not like super jacked fake bodybuilder type on steroids but some degree of muscular uh, muscular development Whereas a woman can have a very attractive body and have never stepped foot in a gym. Mm -hmm. You can have a very attractive body as a woman and never trained a day in your life, but you really can't say the same about a guy. Because women's looks are more geared towards their sexuality, their sexual organs and men's are more related to their muscles. Yes. So like even like a blue collar guy that's never stepped foot in the gym could still be seen as attracted by a woman because he looks capable, I would Mm -hmm. say. Like yeah, I looks, mean, you can you can develop yourself, I guess, through. Uh, yeah, like I don't think I don't think the gym is like the key here, but I think that um, if if you're going the route of like ideal body, um, women's has more to do with what they would look like naked, and then a man is just more of like or more like what you were born with. Yeah, like like men are focused on like boobs, butt, curve, mm. and like you don't. Not everyone gets that in the gym. You don't get boobs in the gym. You don't get all these things in the gym, but like guys, like, what are you going to do? You're going to hit the gym. And that's how you're going to go from A to B. Very simply. Word. <laughs> Did you want to come in on this, Liz? Liv? Um, I mean. I'm not doing it intentionally, by the way. No, it's just, I know. I'm fucking up. You're fine. I think you did that the very first time I was ever on the podcast, too. Um, I mean, I kind of have to disagree because I work out. I'm like. I work out every day and I've noticed a lot of changes in myself that I've like my boobs have gotten bigger since I started at day one like there's things that you can do but yes in a way it's just like there are there are some things that like you can't fix and there is a wider range for women versus men and all that but yeah Mm. here's another one that I just want to touch on uh so Hold on. Let me just hide this really quick. Do I want to go? Here, this one's fucking a little out there, but I think having a physical disability is a bigger advantage for a man than it is for a woman. So, like, if you're in a wheelchair as a dude, I think you're more fucked than a woman who's in a wheelchair. I know this is, like, <laughs> some I mean, outlier that shit. That makes sense. Okay, I want you to explain that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because... Okay, so <laughs> chat. We're going to put it to chat. Chat, 
Would you hook up with a hot chick in a wheelchair? <laughs> Men are dogs. <laughs> this is a different topic. Would you? Right? I would. <laughs> but like a dude in a wheelchair, y'all gonna be like, probably not. That's a, that's a, that's a wrap. But you can go to a strip club or something like that and get a little action. Wait, put on Liv. (laughs) What did you say? I was laughing at you because you were like, probably not. So that was just funny to me. You wouldn't, so you wouldn't hook up with a guy in a wheelchair. His peen might not even, that's the other thing. (laughs) What if he's got some spinal cord injury, sexual function for a guy in a wheelchair might be scuffed, but a woman, she can still fuck even if she's got... So what, you just lay her there and just go at it, or what? I mean, that's the thing. You can't... <laughs> Paraplegic girls can't. need loving, too. Oh, but what if she can't even feel it? Then what? She could still want the experience of it's intimacy. It's service, is what it is. Intimacy? <laughs> I guess. Any, um. any wheelchair chicks? My DMs are open. Okay. <laughs> Hit me up. Hit me up. That's another one. Also, here's another one. Jesus Christ. she's she's freaked out um i don't know okay here's another one um men who are who are not neurotypical for example they have autism or asperger's are going to struggle far more in dating than women who are not neurotypical well if we're talking autism in particular yes autistic women um, are more they're und- socially they're capable than autistic men mm, are. They right. have this like ability to yeah. mimic. I, I also heard that women are less likely to be diagnosed yeah. with it mm-hmm. too. Yes. Because it maybe presents itself differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they still have autism. Um, but yeah, so men who are not neurotypical are going to struggle a lot more when it comes to dating. Whereas, I'm not going to say the next. Okay, whatever. Um, let's do some super <laughs> chats. Unless you guys want to respond. Why or... do we have to agree on this? <laughs> What's up? Why did we have to agree? Like, I don't... You could disagree. I know we agree, but like, oh. I need some, like, some questions where we disagree. Oh, you want me to ask questions? Yes, where we disagree. It's controversial. Yes. Okay, we can get there. We'll get okay. there. We'll get there. Let me get these soup chats because we're backed up here. Mike Davis with the uh, $100 super chat. Fit check. I want this money to go straight to live and throw in the little twerk too. Also, I own a couple different businesses, no Burger Kings, but I'll get her as many Whoppers as she wants if I can get a piece of cake. Oops. Um, Liv, Olivia. Do you ever do you ever respond to Mr. Mike Davis? He's offering you Whoppers. Listen, he's he's capping about the whole no Burger King thing. Mike Davis. I know you own a couple Burger Kings. You own a couple White Castles. I know you're on the East Coast. Just be honest. You're the Burger King Don of North Carolina. Okay. Um, so fit fit check. We got one of the girls went to the bathroom. So Mike Davis, you want a fit check on on just live fit check? Can we get a fit check, live? I came straight from the gym, so this is my. Hold on. Move the mic. The mic's out. Scoot, scoot towards me, scoot towards me. Oh, this Come this way, this way. Okay. Uh, uh, fit check. So shorts. And then somebody wanted a shoe check. I think he wants, you, you're probably going to have to do a little. Oh. I don't know. Bro, you're, hold on. The, the mic. <laughs> there. That's the fit check. Okay. Much to it. Mike Davis is in love. Sorry. 
Sorry, Mike guys. Davis <laughs> is in love, apparently. But Mike Davis, yo, thank you for the big $100 soup chat. Uh, I will be sure to uh, get Liv some Whoppers here in town. Okay. I'll, on your behalf, of course. Alejandro Figueroa with a big $20 soup chat. You're a fucking legend. Thank you, man. It depends where you live. Cali girls are the harshest judges and have crazy high standards for men when they have nothing to offer. Ooh. Jeez. Ooh. Alejandro. The more small town vibey area you go, the less these standards become more reasonable. Word? Word, girls? Response to Mr. Alejandro. I mean, it's not vibey when, you know, rent for a bedroom is $2,000. So usually, you know, what we don't have to offer is time when we're working. But um, Santa Barbara rents are fucking brutal, guys. It's crazy. It's brutal. I mean, I'm lucky. Tasha got an OnlyFans, by the way. But (laughs) yeah, it's definitely, it's crazy out here. Is it bad to have high standards? Mm hmm. This is my cousin, by the way, who commented oh, that. Oh, Alejandro. Yeah, so What's it's up? not bad. Hey, can we get him on the show? He, I think Does he lives he in, in... North... No, he's, he's in the Marines, actually. Let's get him on. He's in North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Yeah. Isn't there a, a Navy base like in... Uh, Ox- Port Wainimi. Port Wainimi, yes. yeah. Can he, can he get transferred? Alejandro. I have no idea. Port Wainimi. Oxnard. I don't know if you want to live in Oxnard. It's probably better than... Where is he? North Carolina? North Carolina. I don't know. Hey, Alejandro, meet up with Mike Davis, dude. Mike Davis, Alejandro, you're both in North Carolina. Get linked up. I don't know if Mike Davis is actually in... I don't know if he's there. Um, anyways. Well, when he's back on whatever, let's... Anyway, anyways, it's not bad to have high standards, and we have a lot to offer. Wait, this is your cousin? This is my cousin cousin. So is he... He's dissing me right now. He's dissing you? Yeah. Because you're a Cali girl. I mean, you yeah, live in Cali, he's right? for sure dissing me. He gave, he, yeah. <laughs> Alejandro. Did, yeah. did you yeah. read what he said earlier? What he, did he this say? Is a, he said he's like, Mel rhymes with L. That oh, this one? Me. Yeah. Can I just want to say Mel rhymes with L. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. And then he didn't go to sleep. I was expecting him to go to sleep. <laughs> I didn't even tell him I was he's, coming on here. He's just enthralled by Kiki. He's down bad for Kiki. Mm-hmm. Hey, but Alejandro, thank you for the big $20 soup chat, man. Much appreciated. If you ever want to come on the show, man, and you're back in town. Mike Davis with the $10 soup chat. Facts about women again. Wait. Again? I think he meant, means to say age like milk. It's not that men necessarily age better. It's that women find wrinkles and ruggedness as masculine and attractive. Men don't find it attractive in women. Word? Women? Any response? I think that's why society makes us believe that we have to go and get Botox and filler and all those things. Yeah, don't, don't do that shit. Yeah. That's just whack. Let's not. <laughs> yeah. Mike Davis, do $10 Super Chat. I can confirm Liv does work out every day. Mike Davis, let me ask, was the fit check satisfactory for you? The microphone, my, I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Thank you, Mike Davis, for the uh, $10 Super Chat. And then did we uh, miss, oh, wait, Davenport. Is this... Are women happier than men on marriage? Average. On a- oh, sorry. On average, <laughs> with the uh, nine British pounds. Thank you, Davenport. Um, are women happier than men on average? I wouldn't say so. I don't. Mm, I don't well, know. Isn't it like scientifically, like that men um, commit suicide more than women? Well, yeah, because it isn't accepted for them. Mm, to be yeah, that's a good like, point. Able to talk about stuff more than women. Are. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is interesting. I think, uh, so, oops, hold on, let me pull it back up. So, Davenport, I think the, 
as far as who takes antidepressants, I think it's skewed a bit more towards women, but the suicide rate for men is higher. So, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. There, there's probably been some studies. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I, it depends. I, I would say it depends. Uh, and then this guy's talking about PCOS, 40 to 20 women in the world yeah, after PCOS, 6 12. Anyways, we, we don't have to go back there. Eric, good sir. If I, if I could have you pull up the next video, we are going to react. Uh, let's do, okay, we were, wait, bring it back really quick, actually. actually. Um, we were talking about kids earlier, right? Was that with you? You weren't sure if you want kids. Who at the table here wants kids? I do. Yes. Liv, um, do you want kids? I go back and forth. Hmm? I go back and forth. Like Well, you're 20, right? So, but yeah. like I'm not saying now, but like say when you're 25, 30, do you want kids? Yeah. At some point? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Undecided, right? Yeah, I feel like at some point. Okay, we're going to watch a video <laughs> by Andrew Tate. So, hopefully that we can we can convince <laughs> Attorney Reese at Attorney Reese on Instagram for all your uh, will and last testament. What is it? Yeah. Last testament needs? Uh -huh. Okay, hit her up. <laughs> she, and by the way, she does it. She doesn't even type that shit. It's like on <laughs> parchment paper and shit. She's a fucking old school lawyer, dude. She'll do, uh, what is it? The Calligraphy. You, calligraphy. She'll yeah. do that shit in calligraphy, guys. So mm -hmm. very unique okay. service she's offering. Wait, I'll, I'll get this last super chat before we go. Uh, <laughs> we will go... Uh, Pen and Quill? Pen and Quill, yeah, she does will and testaments in Pen and Quill, so I got this one, Eric. Uh, Mike Davis with the $10 Super Chat, mildly satisfactory. <laughs> Liv be displaying that fatty on IG like it's another Tuesday, and then be showing me her shoes like, <laughs> what the fuck? Somebody said they wanted shoes, too, so I put shoes in there. By the way, Mike Davis did previously announce that he would invest in her OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash whatever. Guys, I'm I'm thinking I'm it's in the works. Liv, you gonna make a cameo on the whatever OnlyFans? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I'm probably I'm probably never gonna do anything with it, but I do have it. <laughs> I do have onlyfans.com slash whatever. Eric, can you go ahead and pull up the uh tip? Well, life without children is, is vapious and it's inane and it's pointless. And you may sit here and think that your career matters, but the truth is that your job will fire you out of whim and don't give, us right. a, don't give a solitary That's shit. So and when you're 52 and you're past it with no grandchildren in a house by yourself and all your friends have grandchildren this beautiful life and you're sitting there by yourself, do you think the fact that you could afford a few extra Gucci bags is gonna genuinely make you feel happy? I was at my grandmother's 93rd birthday. I looked there, my grandmother had nine children there was my father and, and eight more they all had a bunch of kids blah 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 i stood there and I looked at my 93 year old grandmother and there was a room a whole room full with maybe 70 people that came from that one woman isn't that remarkable yeah. that nobody cared about her career nobody asked what job she did nobody asked how many times she went to the club nobody asked if she had time to go to festivals no you had 70 sentient beings including myself 
full of light from one woman who dedicated herself to being a mother and, 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 a good, and a good wife. That is beautiful. And if you sit here and genuinely think that you're going to work your ass off through your fertile years and by the age of 54, you're not going to be suicidal alone with a cat. Then you're dumb. You are dumb. You are dumb. Perfect here. Invest in Chewy. Bring the asteroid. All these women are sitting here saying, "Oh no, I don't want to listen to a man. I don't want kids. I just want to watch Sex in the City and drink martinis and go on a beach." What kind of life is that? That's like the worst life. That's not even real. That's weird. I never said that. I never said I didn't. Oh, now they didn't say it. Everyone. No, I said I was going to pull it back. Pull it back. You can pull it back. The happiest women on earth have children and a man who's paying the bills and their mothers That's the nice. happiest people on earth i guarantee it your your mothers true. ask your own mother do you nah. regret having me yeah. she's gonna say of course not. not you're the no. best thing that ever happened to me so now you're gonna sit here and you're gonna end your own oh, bloodline all your ancestors were out there surrounded by saber-toothed fucking tigers <laughs> trying to survive on the streets out there in caveman days just to get to the final end where we have all the medical care and you can live in a nice warm house for your fucking selfish ass to say no i don't want kids i'm too busy in the fucking strip club or going to fucking Mallorca to have a fucking to have a pina colada on the beach it's absolutely insulting to your entire bloodline everything everyone above you has ever done and struggled for all the times your grandparents went to work but they didn't feel like it just for you to exist for your selfish ass to say no. Me and my passions and my dreams and my shit drawings and my Instagram page is worth more than ever having children. You're a selfish fuck. Fuck that. You should all have kids. Okay. Uh, shout out to Fresh and Fit. That's a clip from their uh, podcast with Andrew Tate. Check them out, Fresh and Fit on YouTube. Your guys' reaction to the video. I mean, I say if you want to have kids and if that's the life that you want, then yeah, go for it. But if you want to live for yourself and have your own career and have something going for yourself, then yeah. I mean, it's really up to the person's preference, but you want to dedicate your life to your kids? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's up to the person. So, I know. But okay, you didn't want kids or you, you were on the fence a little bit about having kids. Yeah, like I'm... He I'm, has a pretty strong take on that. So what is your response to what he said um everybody has their own preference for me i i'm kind of like i don't want it to be like a broken family type thing so if i don't have something solid i'm not going to force the issue of kids being in my life mm -hmm. um and also some people straight up some women are not meant to have kids like i know a few that you know, they just are supposed to be an aunt, and that's where it is. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't totally agree with him. I think some people, like you said, they know, like, hey, I yeah. wouldn't be a good mom. Yeah. And that, those people probably shouldn't have kids, right? Yeah. Um, I'm like, and he's saying... Um, but he also, he does make a good point, like, and it, it makes me think, right, because I don't have kids either. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably this podcast is ruining my chances of having just because I'm <laughs> pissing off a bunch of people with my sometimes intentionally exaggerated takes. But um, somebody likes it. But uh, you know, what does your life look like when you're 60 and you don't have your parents are dead? You don't have a family. You don't have a partner. You don't have kids. I start thinking. I'm like, wow, that would be kind of lonely 
Because it's when you're young, it's like I got friends and I can do this, and my career is so important. But then, like, you're 60, you've made all the money. Mm-hmm. When you're what? When you're sick, like, who's you don't have a family? I don't know. But is that the purpose of having kids? To have them basically care for you when you're older, just basically no, to benefit not. yourself, to not be bored in the future? Mm-hmm. Like, no, not entirely. I, I, it shouldn't be so much a selfish thing, but I mean, those would be some of the negative consequences if you didn't have kids mm-hmm. is, you know, who do you lean on? If, if you don't have a family, then that's kind of a very lonely existence. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, I think people have, you know, I think to some degree people have children for selfish reasons, like, and that selfish reason might be, I want to have kids, like, I want a family. Um, So, yeah. I mean, if that's what you want. What do you mean to have kids? Like, you know, if you want to have kids. For those reasons. For those reasons, I mean, I don't know, by all means each of their own but well what what are what do you think would be more admirable reasons for someone to want kids like what what are the admirable reasons someone would want to have children i guess it would always come back to selfishness to some degree wouldn't it i mean not necessarily to continue your bloodline i mean that to if that's a sole reason then yeah, no that's not well that's not but can you give me some admirable reasons why someone would have children you're asking the wrong person <laughs> to, give, to give them a better life than you had like to I guess it would kind of be a little bit selfish but to live vicariously through them you know like give them everything that you couldn't have um, to give them like the family so, that you want give them like the opportunities that you didn't have to a degree, I don't know. That could be like one of the reasons. But but is that a reason to want to have children? It could be like healing to your to your to your inner child. But then that would bring it but, back to not absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like a I think oh, sharing I like a good love one with them, I guess. would be to raise um, a better generation than we came from just for the sole purpose of the future. That has nothing to do with yourself. So I think wanting to be a good parent in a good financial situation or with a good partner so you can put better people in the world i think that would be a good selfless Mm -hmm. reason yeah i mean and i guess there's also just people have a biological evolutionary drive to want to have children so there might not even necessarily be a rhyme or reason for why someone wants to have children beyond just i just want to have kids in the same way that people want their next meal or they want to breathe air like there is a biological drive to want to have children, so. But yeah, I can't really think of like admirable reasons, like, I don't, I mean, you kind of. They're kind of all selfish, yeah. I think a lot of the reasons, you could construe them as selfish. Selfish. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't think it's selfish to say, hey, I want to have a family, I want, you know, to, I want a family. Yeah, they're expensive though. Sure, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so did any did you guys get your chance to give a reaction to the video? I think Liv? so. Olivia, come on. <laughs> um, 
Did you take some pre-workout? Let's go. What? No, you got I some didn't. pre-workout? No, Shit. because I would have been bouncing off the walls if I took pre-workout. Okay. Did your reaction to the anyone? Um, basically, yeah. I think that uh, I understand what he's coming from, whereas like when you're older, you might feel lonely, but at the same time, yeah. Peeps, there's some people out there who are definitely not wired to be parents, and that's totally fine. Um, and then, again, there's other people who can't have kids, so what are they supposed to do? They can adopt and stuff, yeah, but, sure. it, you know, like, sometimes it's out, of, it's out of the question for them, and other times it's their own choice. But either way, you know, there's always going to be a reason whether, like, why they didn't have kids or why they want to have kids. I don't think it's just because, like, oh, I'm not having kids because I want to be lonely later on. They probably thought it through, and they're like, I don't want kids for this certain reason, and I'm okay with that, so they won't have kids. Okay. Good times. Uh, I'm trying to think if I... So you guys were like... She's gone to the bathroom, though. You guys were asking, you want more controversial discussion? You want me Uh, to piss you off? That was... What's up? Oh, I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay. So, I'm thinking we could pull up. Let me see if we have any soup chats that came in. Did we do this one? Yeah, we did that one. (laughs) Um, And I think, guys, we're going to maybe wrap up in 30 minutes, maybe. I don't know. I I shouldn't preemptively say that because I always end up going a little bit longer. So, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Um something to piss you guys off i kind of want to wait let's do a video reaction uh let's do uh let's do another video why not uh let's see scroll down just a tad uh do i want to do wait scroll up we did dateable version we did andrew tate scroll up 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 oh that's it um and yeah just bring it back we'll talk until until all the girls are here before we do a video reaction so, okay, question time. Do you guys like bad boys? <laughs> Jerks, bad assholes? Boy. No. Mm. Live? No. I mean, Over here. I'm somewhat, I feel like I'm somewhat drawn to that. Just because, not because I like, not because I like an asshole, but I feel like because I do have a thicker skin. I do, like, it's, I don't take it as personal. So some of those, like, asshole, like, things are, like, funny to me. Or I don't know how to describe it, really. But it's just, like, I don't like them, like, extremely nice either, if that makes sense. Like, I like that fine line between, like, asshole, but can still treat me right. I don't know. Word? Yeah. Word? And you guys all said, no, you don't like assholes? I think Actually, Liv, before you leave, hold on, let me, uh, let me pull this up, then we'll get back to the asshole thing. <laughs> Stifler, ask the ladies <laughs> to rate themselves on a scale of 1 to 10 really quick. Uh, do you guys rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? We'll start here. Go ahead. Oh, no. Um, Into the microphone? I feel like, I don't know. Say um, 10. Probably. <laughs> you should all say 10. Okay, we should all say 10. 10, whatever. Because I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel Be like honest. If, if I were to rate myself, I'd probably be an eight. Probably. Yeah. Attorney Reese. <laughs> Nine. Into the mic. Nine. 
on a good day, like a seven and a half. I would, you should always say 10. Like, you should carry yourself that way. You know? Like, carry yourself as, like, that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and okay, like, but, but this is just, like, looks. He's, he's, I think he's asking no, just and looks. And I, I still say 10. I still think everyone should say okay, 10. Okay, so 10? 10. Liv? I'd say, like, I'm a solid, like, 7. Yeah, maybe 7. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'm, like, a perfect 10 by any means but sure okay solid seven so wait you said 10 and you said we should just view ourselves as 10 yeah why why should people view themselves as 10 i don't think you should ever like lower yourself like make yourself feel like you're not a 10 like you should always feel like you're a 10 you know like have have confidence like speak it into existence like be proud of who you are be proud of what you look like Do you take issue with a question? Like to ask someone what they rate themselves? No, I don't I don't find an issue with the question. Okay. I hate that everyone here didn't say ten though. <laughs> I think it's such an I awkward think you guys question. are all tens. I think all females should be all tens. Even all, wi- all women are all tens. Yeah. All women. Yeah. Tens. I think I think in your you should always see yourself as a ten. So you're saying you should, we should always carry the confidence. Yeah, the confidence as a girl so who it, thinks she's so a ten. So just everyone should be a ten, even men? All men are tens. I all think, women yeah, are tens. I think everyone should believe themselves to be a ten. I so think everyone, every guy should even be like, "I'm that dude." Like wait, so I then, got it like that. So then, everyone's just every single human on earth is equivalent attractiveness. No, I. Now you you're talking literal. If you're gonna ask me, if you're gonna ask someone, <laughs> that's what that's the question. No, uh, but I don't. Okay, think, literally, what do you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten? I literally feel like literally. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your figuratively <laughs> one to ten, and then your literally one to ten. No, I'm gonna say ten. I refuse. Figuratively or literally? Both of them. Okay. So everyone should be a ten. Everyone, what? Should, like, everyone should perceive themselves so how do as you, a ten. So. <laughs> she's saying you should carry yourself. You should as carry a 10. yourself as a ten, and I would. I would never tell anyone that I'm like. Oh, okay, so I'm an eight. I'm a, like, I wish I'm a I had woman. This. Like, I'm a stumpy woman who's overweight, not particularly attractive. I want to date Brad Pitt. I think I'm a 10. I want to date Brad Pitt. Do I get Brad Pitt? I'm a 10. If I'm a 10, I should be able to get Brad Pitt, right? There's nothing better than a 10. Well, if Brad Pitt wants you, then Brad Pitt wants but you. But do I have a chance getting Brad Pitt? I th- is my question. I don't know Brad Pitt's type. Maybe you're just his. <laughs> he, Brad right Pitt up his likes alley. stumpy average women. You apparently, you never know. But I think I think just what I'm getting at is like <laughs> you should carry yourself as a ten. Okay, but and then I'm trying and to then under, I'm trying ask to me literally, and I'll still say ten. Okay, so <laughs> if you think you're a ten, though. How can you, if you think you're a 10, then you must think you're deserving of a 10, a guy who's perfect. And, who's and, v- I, think, and I think attractive. who I view as a 10 wouldn't be the same person that she would view as a 10, she would view as a 10, she would view as a 10. Okay. So I, that's just... Eric, can you pull up a tab on the Windows page? Oh, man. It's, it's already up. Um, it's the one, like the Instagram one with the, the ladies, <laughs> the chicks. Oh, God. All right. Um, hide the super chat. Actually, I'll do it. 
Is that? It's the tab, the Instagram tab with the girls. It should already be open. You're going to have to probably go over a few. Okay, scroll down slowly. Okay, scroll down. So these are what I consider exceptionally attractive women. So keep going. You can go a little bit faster. Just keep scrolling. Okay, so these are women that I consider like nine or tens. Mm -hmm. So if every woman's a ten, what are, what are these? They're tens. They're also tens. You just answered your own question. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who, who's that shitty female comedian? Do you know who I'm talking about? Is she blonde? Um, blonde woman. What's Amy, her name? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. What's Amy Schumer? Is she a 10? I think that Amy Schumer should perceive herself as a 10, but my... But what, what would you rate her on a scale of 1 to 10? I, I, just, I wouldn't downrate another woman like that. I just wouldn't. What do you rate Danny DeVito? <laughs> 11. <laughs> oh, what, what do you rate Donald Trump on the scale of 1 to 10? He's a 10, right? I think if he should perceive himself as a 10. He does. I think everyone should perceive Well, he it. probably I think he does. Definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump probably sees himself as a 10. Maybe as, maybe as an oh, 11. <laughs> so, so, like, referring to that comment, like how she plans to improve herself, I think that there's, I think those are two different... I think they're two different things. What do you rate Kiki next to you? What is she? Ew. No. What do you give her? After that. Kiki's the only 10 at this A table ten. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, whatever, moving on. <laughs> okay, so you said you want more controversial questions. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there's two things I can think of that could be controversial. We can talk about age gaps in dating amongst adults, adults here, or we can talk body count. We already talked body count. So let's we, do didn't, the, we didn't go super deep into body count, though. Let's do, the, let's do the age one. Okay. So. But what, how deep are we talking about body count? <laughs> okay. Show of hands or just consensus here would you guys prefer talking about age age gaps or body count i'm good with either i feel like i don't whatever jesus age. okay i mean age. i've been on age a couple times before and i've we've gotten pretty deep into body count so i'd rather talk about age Let's scoot scoot over just a tad just so you're more in frame okay. there you go um so i would rather do the age but i'm okay with whatever okay so i'm trying to you, you intentionally want me to trigger, trigger you, is what you're yes. saying? Okay. Men prefer younger women. Yes. <laughs> Men find younger women more, and I'm using the term women very specifically, because every time I talk about this, some girl at the panel wants to say, you're talking about, no, 18 and over, right? Men prefer younger women. Yes. Okay. Agree or disagree? I agree. Do you take issue with it? No. I think it sucks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm trying real hard here. It's, it's, it sucks, but, like, that's a, you're, that's, men are geared. There was actually something that I read recently that there was, that there's some sort of science behind why men are more attracted to younger women, and it, there's science behind it. I think yes. it. <laughs> 
true. I, yeah, there is There's that. a biological evolutionary yes. reason for it. Go ahead. I think that it relates to femininity and also mm-hmm. relating to the biological thing. I think um, like there's this innate thing in men's brain that relates to like childbearing. Like you wouldn't necessarily want to um, wife a woman that wasn't physically healthy looking because you assume like you want a healthy woman to carry your kids like wider mm-hmm. hips. Like that's True. a thing because of childbearing reasons. And also women have a limited time period in which they yeah. can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, so a woman who's 45, let's say you want to start a family, you want to have kids, a woman who's 45, the likelihood that she can get pregnant. Yes. Not have it be a miscarriage, high, you know, higher incidence of birth defects. Woman who's 45, she's not a great bet if you want to start a family. Mm-hmm. So you might be looking towards the woman who's 35 and if you're, then you're going to start looking at the woman who's 25. So yeah, you guys made some good points, but the, so men are higher hardwired to find women who are youthful, attractive for fertility reasons, for other reasons. So part of it's tied to body count because a woman who's younger has probably slept with less men what do you mean it's tied to body count? Well, if you're young, when you're 18... You're seen as more like pure and stuff like that. N- well, <laughs> well, not anymore. Not, yeah, not I mean, in I, today's society. No, I know some, I know some young <laughs> women that have been ran through, but... Um, have been what? Ran through. Oh. I think ran that's, through. that's the term the kids is are that? using these days. <laughs> that's crazy. But uh, so it, it is tied to body count in that... Look, there's... 19-year-old women that have slept with 100 guys, right? Um, but it's more so a probability thing. So a younger woman is more likely to have a lower body count. And if you look at any given woman, chances are, I mean, her body count when she's 20 compared to when she's 30, any woman you look at, like her, she's going to have more partners, obviously, most likely by the time she's 30. So... Now, there are some women that are 30 that have a low body count, and there are some women who are 18, their first semester of, you know, their first freshman semester have had 30 sexual partners. So, yeah. I feel like that was a good segue to get the body count question that you're seeking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did everyone, like, did anyone want to give their take on the age thing? Like, do you, for example, would you take issue with a guy who's, 30 who wants to date a woman who's 21 I mean I don't know I I wouldn't really think that it's an issue would you date an older guy yeah because how old are you 22 22 okay so you date a guy in like his early 30s for example yeah they're more mature word if I wasn't if I didn't meet my fiance I, it what with the information that I know now, I would definitely be looking for somebody in like their mid twenties to late twenties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're a lot more mature, they're financially stable, like sure. they've got their shit together. Who doesn't want that? Women want stability. Word. Yeah. Word. Live. Olivia. Um, I mean, for me, it's like I watched my parents have a big age gap. 
and it's cool for a little bit for the guy like my mom is 13 years younger 13 14 years younger like not huge but like when like what was the age when they met um my mom oof i don't know i Uh-oh. think is this gonna be a yikes <laughs> i don't know i know that my was she mom like was like 19 and he was in his 30s or what no no no, no. it was like it was they were both a little bit older i think my mom was in her like mid-20s and my dad was in his like early 30s sure or whatever but it was like it was cool in the moment um they had you know me and why, my why are you looking at her like that no. Are you talking? No. Her parents are the same thing. No, same no, deal? no, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no. Um, I missed that. What's that about? <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Your your parents, their age gap. Yeah, and then I feel like with my mom and my dad, like as my dad got older, obviously he was just like slowing down a little bit. My mom was still like running marathons, um, doing all this stuff, and my dad like couldn't keep up and a big part was like you know he's had issues like with his like heart and everything but just the age is like you see one start slowing down while the other one is still Mm. trying to go if that makes sense sure and it's just like they both come from different times like watching my mom's parent style versus my dad's parent style is very different because they are from a bigger gap of a generation Got it. Yeah. Liv, can I ask you to do something? Mike Davis did drop a massive super chat. Can we bring his portrait over here to the table? Oh. Perfect. Right there. That's perfect. All right. Mike Davis is a honorary member of the panel tonight. You're right next to Liv and Kiki. That's a good little Oreo situation going on. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Let me do some super chats here, and then I'll attempt to say something offensive so the girls can yell at me. Okay. Uh, Let's see. We did that one. Sask Finest One. When you carry yourself as a 10 but not actually a 10, that's called being narcissistic. Uh, Do you want to respond to Sask Finest? I just... Sask Finest? I think it's just subjective. I think that everyone views different people as tens, and obviously we have our own perceptions, but I'm not going to bring anyone else down, and that includes myself. That's just my perspective on it. Who, can I ask you, do you have like a celebrity crush? Like who's like an insanely attractive celebrity? Like a guy or a girl? Guy. Are you bi? Um, Well, let's just say guy. Okay. Um... Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Yeah. 10. He's a 10. Yeah. You're a 10. Do you think you could land Michael B. Jordan? I think if Michael B. Jordan looked at me and went, she's a 10, then yeah. But if Michael B. Jordan looked at me and was like, she's an 8. But But that's his, that's just his, what is so frustrating about this? I don't know. I feel like I'm being so simple. Do you think you could land Michael B. Jordan? Okay. uh, uh, Let me try to paint it from my point of view. I would give myself like a six, 6.5, maybe 6.9 on a good day. If I grow my beard out a little bit, you know, I got to lose a couple pounds, you know. Um, I don't think I can get a Victoria's Secret model right. where I'm at right now. Right. I could not land a Victoria's Secret model. I could not land. Uh, I could, the, we, we pulled up all those girls, right? I can't get with any of those girls. I'm not 
physically attractive enough, I don't have enough status, I'm not financially well off enough, I'm not charismatic enough to land any of those girls. So that's my own self-assessment. I'm not like down on myself about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to improve myself, maybe one day, maybe. I don't know, probably not. But even then, um, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is in order for you to be able, I mean, you, you've got a long-term boyfriend, right? Mm. So you're doing fine, sure. Yeah. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is in order for you to be realistic in the dating marketplace, in the relationship marketplace, you need to have a reasonable self-assessment of where you stand. Well, I think that I can still perceive people as out of my league, like Michael B. Jordan, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I would make myself feel bad about that. Like, I don't think, I don't know. It's just not something that I would like okay. fixate on. I hope you don't mind that I'm digging on this question. No, I just, I feel like it's so simple. Devon Jackson with the $10 super chat. The delusion on this panel is most definitely a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Word. Thank you, Devon Jackson for the $10 super chat. Devon, you got a couple here, man. Thank you, man. Good to see you back. Devon Jackson also happens to own a couple chain of Burger King restaurants. I don't know why everyone, all my viewers are franchisees. Okay. With the ladies on the panel, except a man that used to pay for sex on a regular basis, but hasn't recently. Let's say he paid for 30 escorts over five years. Okay, we can go around the panel really quick on that. Um, would you have an issue with, I mean, dating a guy who slept with escorts previously? Yes. Do you <laughs> want to say why? Only because, um, I mean, if you have to, I mean, I don't know, if you really have to go that down and dirty to pay for it, I don't know, that just says something about you. I think. Okay. Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know that. <laughs> what What if it came out? He told. He was incredibly honest with you, mm -hmm. and he said, "Hey, listen, you're my partner. I want to be told, or gonna be my partner. I don't know. I want to be totally <laughs> upfront with you. I did this in my past. I want you to know everything about me." I probably have an issue. Okay. I don't think I'd be on the same level or wavelength as someone who's paying for sex. Okay. I think that that would gross me out. But I also think, like I said previously, that's definitely like a, a behavior like that relates to other behavior in a person that I would just not be attracted to. Okay. Liv. Um... I think it would kind of gross me out a little bit. I'd probably be cons not concerned, but like question it a little bit. But at the same time, if this is like years later and they've tested and they're clean and it's over with, I'm sure we could get past it. But um, I mean, I feel like a guy who does it for five years doesn't isn't looking to stop anytime soon. Like what if he's a sex addict? That's what I'm it's saying. It's a fair point. Usually, it's a like, fair point. if they can afford it and they can get it, I'm. Why would they stop? But yeah. I think uh, Devon Jackson is setting up his next point here. It's very simple. Women with high body counts have habits, views, and dispositions that I wouldn't want the mother of my children imparting onto my daughter. So this is going into body count. 
and I think the whole thing with uh, the reason he brought up this one is women will often say, well, body count shouldn't matter. Your past shouldn't matter. Your sexual past shouldn't matter. But yet, if we ask this question, well, what about a guy who he has a sexual past and it involves sleeping with, a, with escorts, with prostitutes, all of a sudden women are like, well, hold, hold, hold on. Actually, your sexual past does matter. So... Devon Jackson, that's a very good point. Did you want to come in on this? No. Oh, okay. Mike Davis with the $10 Soup Chat. Strawberry hair with the tits out. Okay. Is talking like a straight buffoon. If everyone's a 10, then no one's a 10. Her brain cells are having a mass genocide. By the way, I want to say Mike Davis is our resident roaster. He likes to roast. It's all in good fun. Um, Mike Davis, do you have anything you want to say to Sarah? Okay. Oh, shit. Sorry. I think that's Mike Davis's native tongue. I think. Okay. Moving on. Jesus Christ. Okay. No response. Do you want to shoot, shoot some shots back at Mike Davis? Sarah, um, come on. What, I already forgot what the comment said. What was I? Uh, he called you a buffoon. Right. Strawberry Something tits. about a mass genocide going on in your brain. Yeah. Um, Strawberry hair. Right. Um, thank you um, for <laughs> noticing. I, uh, I, it took me a while to pick oh. this cop out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I just don't think everyone understands. I think it's, we're just on a different wavelength, Mike. Like, I think you're a little, I don't want to say insecure, but I don't. Say I it. Just, no. Say it. No. Mike Davis has thick skin. <laughs> I just think that, like, it's just a confidence thing. I just want, I want to perceive myself as a 10. So, like, my behavior outwardly reflects that. Like, talking about the body count thing. Like, if you are someone who doesn't have any standards when it comes to sleeping with people your behavior is going to reflect that you're going to be a little more um how do i say it like you're just going to have low standards like i don't want low standards in my life i want like the best of everything i want to perceive myself as the best and like my life has been so abundant ever since why would i ever go back on that why would i ever go back on myself why would i ever tear anyone down it's it just relates to that like the question's so simple it's just like it's the principle of that, I would never <laughs> think that way. What? Sorry, I was laughing at one of the comments. I wasn't laughing at you. Oh, okay. Um, okay, Bezo with the Australian $10. Thank you, man. How did the panel feel about women in the modern day joining the workforce fully now? A large driver of this change in the labor force is due to single incomes not being enough to support a family. Your guys' thoughts on that? Let's start uh, with Liv over here so i mean like women in the workforce i feel i i mean i feel like i don't really understand like what the question how do we feel about women working too now or maybe i can try to frame it like this and biza apologies if this isn't really getting at what you want so in the past you used to be able to raise a family off just one income and that income typically was the man's. the man's. 
He could provide for his wife. He could provide for his children. He could provide for his family. That in today's day and age is no longer the case. Now we need two incomes. People need two incomes basically to raise a family. You know, now it's uh, really quite a exceptional privilege for I think a woman to be a stay-at-home wife mm -hmm. um, just because the economic realities are it's just you can't really do that anymore unless you're a very very high earner so whereas in the past like you could have a minimum wage job and support mm -hmm. I don't know that must have been in the 50s or some shit but you could support a family on a minimum wage job I, maybe not it, actually, it might have been minimum wage, but so I guess I don't know if that helps prompt you at all. Yeah, um, I think that it's also location of where you're deciding to raise a family because, you know, if you try to a lot of people are leaving California strictly for the reason that they can't own a house. Their house is being foreclosed, like just for reasons of expenses. I think there's more expenses coming into the world now. Um not to get like political but like you know with different do it <laughs> i don't want say to. it basically just do like it. with people like live what <laughs> like get political just like with yeah, you, can get, you can get political oh if you decide to be no i'm just saying i'm just saying like surgeries parents supporting mm -hmm. their children's surgeries just there's more expenses that are coming into this world huh <laughs> hold on Hold on, what? I'm saying there's a lot more expenses. You're talking about penis cutting off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? I'm saying that now moms and dads, they both need to work. Two moms, two dads, whatever. They, we all need to work just because there are a lot more expenses that are having to be covered now, more so than further back how many what i don't disagree with you that there's like the the transgender thing going on but like isn't that a really small no i'm just saying people i'm saying worldwide there's just or now like this time in age there's a lot more expenses to cover whether it be that or other things that's true. versus like back then where it was just a simple you know New you get your groceries every two years yeah. yeah you get your groceries you come home and that's your groceries for a month and then you guys are set that's usually what had to be covered now there's such a wide range of things that are being paid for have to be paid for just you know sure okay and with covid hitting especially i feel like that put brutal. a lot more yeah put a lot more pressure on families who had a single income having to bring in two incomes even some families kids have to bring in the income too it's not just mom and dad it's like once the kid is able to go to work, they're gonna have to go to work to help bring food on the table. I know when I was younger, I was doing modeling and a lot of my modeling gigs were like helping pay for things until my mom got a lot more successful. It's just, yeah. Azam, don't, don't even <laughs> say that. How dare you, sir? I didn't do my labiaplasty bit, but... Um, <laughs> How dare you, Azam? I'm deeply, deeply disappointed in you. <laughs> Hashtag all labia matter. What do you guys think about that? The whole 
You know how like some women are shamed if they have yeah. like a large labia? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the ones that stick outwards? Yeah, the Audis. Like, I think that's fucked up. Yes. Yeah. If like, there's all kinds of like fucked up names guys have for that. Yeah. Yeah. Roast beef. Yep. Arby's. Mm -hmm. Wizard sleeve. Beef oh. curtains. I did not know any that's of those. That's just fucked up. It is. <laughs> but I, don't I actually have a nonprofit organization called the American Network Against Labiaplasty. Wow. We're hero. recruiting. Do you guys want to be board members? We actually do need an attorney if you're like down to help us. It's like it'd have to be pro bono though. How much? <laughs> how much you charge per hour? <laughs> Three fifty. Three fifty an hour. Do you think you could give us like ten hours for free no. to set up the no. non? It's nonprofit. No. It'll look really good on your resume. No. <laughs> okay. The American Network Against Labia Placing. <laughs> it's, it's a grassroots movement. We're like basically supporting women so they don't feel self-conscious about their <laughs> labia. I do like name and gender changes. Mm hmm. I do name and gender changes. Like Word. I file those. Yeah. Word. <laughs> okay. Shit. All right. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can we negotiate the rate? Like maybe like <laughs> one, like what about 70 bucks? I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm just it's like a joke. It's, but yeah, it is unfortunate that women are shamed if they have large labia. Yeah. Yeah. I think that really goes for anything with looks. You're talking about penises right now? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that too. I mean, there's nothing you can change about that. Just the way that you really can't change your labia. So You can't. No. And women, I think it's 10,000 a year. Sorry, uh, there are 10,000 surgeries a year for women to, like, <gasps> mutilate themselves. I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. Wow. That's fucked. So you really have the statistics on all of this? I got the stats. Okay. I got the stats to back this. Okay. Just <laughs> last year, Chicago had over 300 caskets. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ, that energy drink has fucked me up proper. Okay, so... <laughs> What, how did we get to the labia placey thing? We're talking about the econ economy, right? Or talking yeah, about definitely related. Economy, oh, inflation, yeah. labia placey. It's fucked Stay at up. home moms. We're talking about like yes. wages and like, or prices and what we have to pay for now. And then the surgeries got brought up and then that got brought up. And then somebody's super Two chat homes. about it and you got upset. Two incomes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was the super chat. Did you guys <laughs> want to come in on this or... Not so much. I think everybody should have multiple income streams. <laughs> Somebody said Liv is falling for Ryan. What? Because of the labia placey thing? No, I don't know. Somebody just commented that. Would it be? No, I'm not going to ask that. Never mind. <laughs> you know what's weird, though? I, I also have the standard, though. We shouldn't shame women for their labia, right? They got an Audi, whatever. I don't think we should shame men if they've got, like, a small peen. You guys know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of small peen shaming. Mm. <laughs> right? Come on, you've said like small dick energy before, right? <laughs> right? Come on. No. No. Attorney Reese. What's that? You put it in a will somewhere, I'm sure. Like in a last in a will and testament. What is it? Last will and testament. Yes. What does the testament part mean? What does that mean? It just testamentary means it's in writing, like. 
Uh, testamentary just means like after you're dead, it goes into effect versus like you could have a living will. You Yo, can let's, change it. let's talk about that for a sec. Oh, so like cool. last will and testament, right? Yeah. So I want to be frozen upon death. Cool. Cryonics. Mm -hmm. So I want to be preserved so they can bring me back so I could start this awesome. podcast in like the year 3000 nice. and just be roasting mad <laughs> futuristic chicks and dudes. I'll roast some dudes too. Okay. So do you think you can put in my will? You can put whatever you want in that Upon my death, mm -hmm. y'all got freeze Brian. Yep. Okay. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to be doing an interview with the CEO of Alcor Life Extension. It's, it's in the works November, I think. It's a legitimate they freeze you and shit. Okay. I'm signing up, guys. I'm going to be frozen. I'll see you guys in the year 3000. Everyone in chat. One in the chat if you're going to be frozen. Cryonics. Look it up. Alcor. A-L-C-O-R, life extension. I want to see you guys in the year 3000. One in the chat if you're going to be frozen along Wouldn't with me. Wouldn't you have to like be frozen before you die? Well, so here's how they do it. I should be getting paid by Alcor. Not, it's not a big deal. But, um, so they basically, let, if you die in a car crash, you're fucked. But let's say you're on, you're in hospice. You're end of life. You've probably got a couple days to live. What they do is they send a team to be on standby. As soon as a doctor pronounces you dead, they're by your bedside and then they fucking freeze you. But like and when what? you thaw out, isn't it like... No, they put you in a tank. No, no, no. They yes. transport... But they, like if you're on hospice yeah. and you only have a couple days to live, whenever you're like alive again, don't you only have a couple days to live from there? Okay, so basically the idea of this is right now we don't have the technology to immortality uh, to reanimate yeah. humans. Yeah. When you're dead, like, that's a wrap. Yeah. But if we preserve you, especially your brain, that's the most important. So it's actually cheaper. They'll just chop your head off. I know, I'm being totally serious, guys. They <laughs> chop your head off. They freeze your brain. They can also freeze your body too, but what's the fucking point? It's all in here. Because if they can re or, uh, reanimate you, they can... Jesus, chat's going to think I'm fucking crazy. But this is a legit thing. Alcor Life Extension. Uh, they, If they have the scientific advancement, the technology to reanimate you, they can rebuild your body. So they freeze your brain. Wait, so what was your question? Sorry. <laughs> like... Wouldn't they pick up where they're left? Wouldn't their body pick up where they left off when well, it comes so, to... So here's kind of what they're doing. They freeze you now yeah. and they, they inject something into you so you're not like getting fro super frostbite. Like it's a certain special type. They don't just put you in ice. Like yeah, there's a, there is some degree of they inject something into you or I don't know the entire process. But And they freeze you. They might freeze you for a thousand years. And they will... Basically, this company will go on and on until it reaches a point where you can be brought back to life and they can basically put you back into a 25-year-old body. But you know there was just a head transplant done like maybe two or three years ago on a paraplegic I didn't. Europe? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was done for the first time. Yeah, well, I mean, the I thing is... It, I didn't catch up if it was successful, but I know it was getting done. Dating in the year 3000... That's not, I don't know why, so why I brought sounds, this topic up. So it sounds like it could be possible soon. How did I bring this shit up? <laughs> how, did, how did this come up? Oh, you were talking about that they're going to be the CEO who's going to be the guest star here. I don't know. Yeah, but how did the freezing yourself? I don't know. Whatever. Um, okay. 
did did everyone get to give their take on this one? Um, I don't, did you did you want to say something? Yeah. I feel like we covered it. Okay, cool. So we'll watch one more video, then we're gonna wrap up here pretty soon. Get you guys, get your final super chats in. I want to open it up to you guys. Final thought or question for the panel? Do you have a final thought, question, or theme that you want to talk about? I know you guys are dying to ask me for dating advice because I'm such a expert in dating. I feel like there should have been more that we would have argued about. I know. I don't know. You're, you're, you're unsatisfied with the... Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. I feel like I went kind of hard a I little bit. I expected not at all. <sighs> Deeper. Jesus. Okay, let me, let me dig deep here. What can I do to piss you guys off real quick? Uh... Age, I mean, you guys didn't really push back on the age gap thing. I don't. So we don't. Is there something y'all want to fucking argue about? Like, <laughs> live, bring it. Just be like Brian. You're a dickhead. You didn't even remember my name half the time. I, but I mentioned that every time you said my name wrong. I mean, people in the chat. Somebody in the chat said Liz, just because you were saying Liz. <laughs> Should we, uh, Andrew Tate clip? I kind of want to do it. I feel like I'm, I feel like. You guys are too nice. Too nice? Is there anything I've said that has, you've taken quarrel with? I mean. Should I define (laughs) the word quarrel for you guys? Oh yeah, mansplain it for me, please. (laughs) Well, I, (laughs) it's come up before. The girl's like, what the fuck is quarrel? I'd explain it to her. Is there anything I've said that you take issue with? Um, I guess I'm not, really trying. I'm trying issue, to piss you guys but, off. Like some of the questions have been more towards. Uh, I think it's been really middle. Uh, no, I feel like oh, let's feel bad for men type of thing. Like the question about oh, there's some stuff that men can't change that women can change. Or, we oh, could go back to the stuff. feminist shit. Well, I that mean, was no, kind of getting I feel juicy. Like I want something maybe a little bit more spicy, but feminism like, then. Yeah. Abortion, no balls. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> God no. I mean, I could, I could devil's, I could devil's advocate. I could be, uh, I could devil's advocate pro-life. I mean, I could do that. Brian is one of the girls now. Jesus Christ. What about, um, we were talking about feminism. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we could talk about like, Hey, so, okay. Do you think that women are oppressed? Do you think that women are oppressed? Oppressed in 2022. No, that's a big word. No. Okay. I think, like, I think that, I think that there will always be differences between men and women because of who we are biologically. And in my perspective, there's like the divine feminine, the divine masculine. And because of such... We participate in different what? roles. What is that? What is the divine? So feminine? like, it's kind of like a, like a spiritual term. So like, spiritual. so like okay. there's, there's feminine and there's masculine and we all recognize that. And I think that nowadays you could argue that, um, feminism has kind of been anti-femininity, um, because although I believe that everyone else should make their own choices. I don't think that those are all choices that I would make because I know as a woman, there are certain things that I desire that are going to be perceived as like um, 
negatively like um like nesting like making a home having a family being a stay-at-home mom like that's something that i desire solely because it's like a feminine drive like a purpose that i feel like i have in me and like same thing with masculinity like um i never i try to never like make my boyfriend not feel like a man so in that sense i don't um i let him do the things that i don't think he should do to allow him to make his own mistakes to learn from it and to be in control like we were at the beach the other day you're talking about infidelity no 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 no, no. i'm talking about like women being a little more level-headed than men but men needing the satisfaction of of i i don't know if i want to say like taking control but like taking taking initiative and making decisions like that's a that's a masculine trait that all men desire and women nowadays who try to lead um aren't it going to be with masculine men so for example women i'm gonna relate this i i don't know if i should but women with high body counts are almost innately more masculine because of their desires their drives their choices and i think that um because i think it's just like and i think there's someone for everyone i think there's definitely couples where the woman like wears the pants you know and like they just like yin and yang like perfect for each other but i think for me and for what feels right um i just like i think you should uh keep keep going uh, you lose my train of thought do you understand what i'm saying yes i think i think that femininity is important and you could argue that feminism has minimized the women that choose to be in their feminine like women that choose to um, relax and to create and to receive and like for so you're saying women are no longer feminine i think that feminism um on an extreme scale is depriving those women of their just biological femininity um which is important for um again certain people i could agree to like and disagree yeah i think it depends on the man and i think it depends on the woman like for example like to put it in like my situation my fiance is like a golden retriever like the sweetest guy ever and i tend to be more on top of things and i tend to be more like the leader because that's who i am in every aspect i'm the oldest of four so i have that natural leadership in me um so that's just how i am naturally but he's like i said a golden retriever the sweetest person i know but and I try to do the thing that you said and give him that lead, but he doesn't do that naturally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people just aren't like that. Some people, exactly. So I think it's, I don't know. I think it all just depends. Here's on something. Person. Here's something. Sorry to change things up here. But you do make a really fantastic point about kind of femininity, masculinity. 100% agree with you there. What do you think about dudes who don't go down on women? <laughs> oh, 100%. I hate them. Deal breaker? Yes. 
I mean, rip. you have to you have to pleasure the woman, and I'm not what, saying. What if that. the guy could make you come in other ways, but he I just mean, didn't like doing that? He wasn't a fan. I don't I know. I feel like, and he still wanted BJ's. No, no, no. Then that that's it's like, a wrap. No, that's the same thing. Like, if you want BJ's, you give me head. Like, that's the easiest, simplest way to go about that. What uh, if he doesn't like doing it, but he still wants BJ's, but he's polite about it? Well, he's I don't like, like doing he's it. like, babe, listen, I love you. I, it's just a sexual preference of mine. I don't, I don't like doing it. I've got a neck problem. Then all, all of a sudden, My, have a neck problem. <laughs> I don't know what to TMJ. <laughs> but listen, it really turns me on when I get head. Like, maybe I, I'll make you come another way. Let's use toys. I'll use hands. No, because I feel like the real still and, and this is still just no my go. Opinion. No, it's no go because Rip. I feel like, in my opinion, a real man wants. To eat that. pussy. Yes. Real man wants to eat pussy. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for sure. Yes. Real man. You gotta love it. You have to love it. You, you want, have you to be like, like, you know what? Let me just devour this right now. The same way that a guy might find attractive as a, for a woman to be like, yeah, let me give you some head. I want to give you head type of thing, you know? like. So is it a deal breaker if a guy doesn't want, doesn't want to go down on you? Yeah, I feel Like so. deal breaker. Yeah. I think if if it's infre- <laughs> infrequent, like just not a preference, whatever. But if they're like, no. I will not be doing Never. that. I'm what, like, what about like maybe on Valentine's Day? <laughs> if you get him like chocolates and roses, maybe he'll do it. Hell no. Because <laughs> that's kind of my standard. That's like the same standard. Like as maybe on Valentine's Day if she's lucky. Like, oh, mm. she'll only give you head if you give her. No, no, no. Like, that's. No, but, but I'm do you saying, expect like, the reverse, heads? The reverse. Huh? Like, do you expect head <laughs> so, all the time? Hmm. <laughs> huh? You expect head, right? Yeah, you accept head. No. You expect it, right? Me? No. Yeah. All right, then. So Never. then, why can't a woman be like, okay, well then, I expect. I only, I am only gonna give you a blowjob on Valentine's Day and maybe mm-hmm. your birthday. What would you say? What would you say to that? That sounds like some shit wives do, <laughs> or wives would say. I'm just. Uh, that sounds like some shit wives would say. What? Dead bedroom. I'm talking about dead bedrooms here. I hate we that. all know. We all know. Somebody said Bloody Mary this ain't Halloween. <laughs> That's um, but okay, so Attorney Reese at Attorney Reese for all your will and testament needs, quill and parchment on Instagram. What if a guy doesn't want want to go down on you? Is it a wrap? Is it no go? Um yeah, it's a no-go. It's a wrap? Yeah. And you definitely can't expect head and not go down. And yeah, exactly. What if the guy just, he doesn't really like it? What if he's got, like, a cervical issue? It's mm-hmm. part of foreplay. His neck? Then he should yeah. just compensate, I think, in other ways. With what? Toys, I feel like, though, if hands. he doesn't like it and you still want it, it's not going to be good because they don't like yeah, doing it's it. It's unenthusiastic. No, that's true. I mean, it's also another thing if they don't know how. It's a dynamic really good thing. What if they're really good in bed? Yeah. I mean, as like, long as I'm they can make up that. for it, maybe. Yeah, That's sure. But like, but I think it's more like if they're, they don't like it because they're grossed out by it. I think that's the part that kind of yeah. like turns me off versus, okay, babe, you're not good at it. Like, let's not, let's, uh, let's, you can do other things better. You know what I mean? That would be a different story versus I don't want to do that. Like. Because hmm. I think find that gross. Okay, well, deal breaker for you. I think it's I think it's a personal dynamic thing. I think that if yes, uh, 
two people enjoy what they're doing and it doesn't entail what other people think that it should entail that doesn't necessarily make it wrong um but everyone has their own preferences live yeah i'm the same way i it's like if he doesn't want to it's not a deal breaker because if if we are good in other ways then i'll be satisfied word 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 Should I tell them, guys? Chat, should I tell them? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Tell us, tell us what? 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 I can't just pull back. Yeah. Okay, I haven't gone down on a girl since the Bush administration. Oh. 2008, 2009. What? Why? How long has it been since you've been with a girl? Recently. Oh. Recent. Oh. Yeah. Is there a reason? Okay. I have a few reasons. One, I got neck pain. I got neck issues. You know, it's tough. <laughs> that's why you're that's bringing up the that. And that's also why, that's also why I prefer girl on top. Back problems. I got low back problems. I'll do a bit of work from bottom, but like. So you're a pillow princess. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Just maximum pleasure. Beautiful. Maximum pleasure. And I will say, okay, so just to go back to the head thing, right? Uh, one is the neck thing. Hurts my neck. That, you know, that's kind of a big one. Uh, the other, it's, I'm not grossed out by vaginas. Big fan. <laughs> Huge fan of vaginas. Audis, innies, minis, middies, I guess is one of them. I just don't. What if she sits on your face? That wouldn't hurt your oh, neck. Worse. That's so, oh, that's too dominant. I wouldn't like that. It's way too dominant for a girl to be like that. Wouldn't, not down. That's crazy. <laughs> not down for her sitting on my face. That's just like. Oh, man. What's the youngest? That's Why? your favorite. That that's Is your that favorite. Like a, <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. That's you funny. love to just sit on the dude's that's face. Funny. Okay. What's the youngest you would get with? Youngest girl? Yeah. Huh? Hold on. I'm not going. <laughs> no, you know, it's just an easy, like, answer. 18. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm not done, but I'm not done talking about That's why I wouldn't go down answer. on that. That's, That's, that That's the legal answer. You would no, I would get with a girl who's 18. Why not? He knows his audience. <laughs> I, get, I get with a girl who's 18. Why not? Shit. I'll, most of the women I date are around my age, but what, you, you're going to tell me an 18-year-old baddie? No, I'm like 18 is the lowest you can go legally is my point. Well, that, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying that's the legal answer, not, not in your head. With well, yeah, no, 18. I, I, would, I would date a woman. She's asking the youngest woman I would date. And, yeah, I would date an 18-year-old. But yeah. I've always wondered. What's up? What are you wondering? <laughs> What's what up? What makes you reach out to the girls that you bring onto the panel? What makes me reach out? <laughs> yeah, like when you see a girl that you want to come on to the podcast, like what do you, like are you like, like what about them? is this related to your last question i'm just confused i don't know i'm just i have questions you said we if we have questions to ask them so now i'm sorry i'm not i'm questions. not done talking about fellatio <laughs> or wait sorry cunnilingus cunnilingus well okay to answer that as far as who i invite on one i'm like looking at who tags themselves in santa barbara and isla vista so it's predominantly location based some people like i'll see them on hinge or bumble or any of the dating apps and I'll, they'll have their Instagram in the bio, and then I'll like 
send them a DM like, hey, do you want to be on a dating show? They're on a dating app, so they probably got shit to say, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of it. But okay, going down on a girl. <laughs> haven't got Bush administration, so 2008. Uh, the other thing is, is that the way the dating meta is, gone are the days of like people only dating one person at a time. So like, I have to assume when I'm talking to a girl, she's fucking at least one other guy. And the thought of going down on a girl who's just fucked a dude the night before is fucking disgusting to me. In the same way that I'm sure for women, the thought of going down on a guy when he just fucked a chick, well, I mean, you're bi, so maybe not. But <laughs> the thought of like being intimate with someone like that when they just fuck someone might be kind of gross to you. Like, oh, I'm gonna get this chick's fucking well, you guys can imagine, but... Yeah. What if you were dating her for a while? Well, then that presents some other issues, too. Like, if we're not... <laughs> if we're not using a condom, then it's like, okay, well, now... I mean, I, I probably don't have to articulate why in no, that scenario. I, um, keep going. Okay, if you <laughs> come in a girl and you go down on her... That's why... That's what the foreplay yes, is Yes, for. you're doing this for foreplay. So that so when you the game is okay. done, it's you you done, fuck you her you fuck up. her at midnight and then she st stays the night and then you fuck her in the morning, that's not still kind of there. And then there's infidelity too, like if she's cheating, so you never know. Wait, what? No, we're saying before you fuck her, you eat her out. How much time has passed? Because that shit can linger. I'm not saying you have to. <laughs> Come can linger in there. I'm sure you I'm guys know. I'm not saying that you have to. No, but and like, it fucks with the pH balance too. Problem solved. You make her come first, and then you can come after. That's that's the thing. You don't Wait, have what? to go back down there. But to like but okay, I'm saying let's say you fuck on Tuesday, and then you see her again 24 hours later. You don't <laughs> think she showers? <laughs> Is that not in the question? <laughs> women don't, or women at least are not. No, women are not supposed to clean up inside. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but gravity does its thing. <laughs> They're not I'm laying rough. down for straight rough. 24 hours. Wait, it do, do you shit pee, changes. Do you, do you not pee in 24 hours? Bro, you ain't pee, you ain't coming in the urethra, son. <laughs> but like everything no, okay, there like, is Bro, tell that me this, shit. Tell me this. That you shit wipe? is deep. No, no, no. Tell me this. Deep in do there, bro. you wipe after you pee? That's like, deep in the sugar walls. Everything's like already like after 24 hours like everything's just kind of bro it changes the ph up in there i think the point here is that we as women agree you want a man that wants it yeah. regardless mm. yes you but know? the big thing is like okay if you're just seeing a girl for at the start uh-uh well that's understandable that, that, that's yeah. like a similar concept Not to using there. a condom because yes. you could sure. get a sexual disease from doing that yes so even that's if, like reasonable. even if it's not a std thing like even if it's not an STD thing, just the thought of like, bro, some other guy came in you and that, that to me is like, mm. no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. So are so you, you like expect <laughs> a girl to give you like head after you like had sex with another girl? Are you going to tell her that you had sex with another girl? Well, I'm, I'm like predominantly, if I'm seeing a girl, like I really don't have one. I don't have the fucking time to be juggling a whole bunch of chicks. So maybe I'm old-fashioned, okay, but not you, but other men. I'm a bit old-fashioned. Like, typically, yeah. Like, if I'm sleeping with a girl, I'm probably just sleeping with her. Because frankly, I don't have the time. Like, it's a lot of fucking time to be dating and doing all this shit. 
So generally speaking, like I'm actually giving chicks sexual loyalty from the jump, but I can't expect that always back. Like I'm usually not going to fuck with the girl. Like if I can tell that she's probably a, a whoa. Hold on, I got a fucking thing for it. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Where is it? I don't fucking know. A, she was a hoa. B, she was a hoa. Yeah, so, I don't know. Where am I? I don't know where I'm going with this. The point I'm making, <laughs> the point I'm making is, as a guy... With the cur- the way the dating meta is, you have to assume going in that she's fucking at least one other guy. Some girls might be fucking two, three other dudes. Sneaky links. She's like still hooking up with her ex-boyfriend here and there. Like it's so fucking messy today in today's day and age for both men and women. And so for me, it's just I don't want to go down on a girl if she's fucking other dudes. It's just to me, it's gross. I understand that. From like a hookup perspective, but what's your excuse once you get a girlfriend? Neck. <laughs> See, you just. If I'm if she's on birth control and we're, you know, blasting. There's that. There's still a chance of infidelity. And I, it's just. What about what about sixty nine? But but I want to make. He no. doesn't like girls sitting. I know, but face. you. But, but that, that's I want to make something clear. So my first when it comes to sex, she, my girl always is going to come first. She's going to come first, if not multiple times. So, I mean, some girls aren't particularly multi-orgasmic, some, but some are. So I'm going to make her come first. So it's not like a greedy thing. It's just more so that specific sexual act. I'm not a fan of it. In the same way that some women don't want to have anal sex or don't like anal sex. Yeah, but that's. That's a different reason. No, I understand his perspective. I think it just goes to preference. And he's going to find a girl that doesn't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to find a girl that's like, that's fine. We can do some other shit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I think, as like for us, I'm busting out the the toys. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. I was hoping that would trigger you guys a little bit. I think it kind of not. I think that that. Huh? I think I think it kind of like. Not going. We we disagreed. That's the one thing we disagreed. Wait. So what was the other thing that I was gonna bring up? I forgot. I don't know. Something about. Did you have a question? I know you had a question. No, I finished. Do we have any? Do we have any super chats here? Um. So did any of you guys have any final thoughts or anything? I asked my question. Okay. Devon Jackson with the $10 soup chat. As a real man, by your guys' definition, eating is 10 times more work than smoking sausage. On top of the fact that the man has to put in more work to even get in the bedroom in the first place. That's a good one, Devon. Devon. Sorry. Devon Jackson. So he's saying that it's harder to go down on women. You know, it's been. How would you know that? It's been a, over a decade for me, so I don't know. It's been a minute. How, how, how would you know that? I guess the good question are is... Are you saying he's done both? That's what I'm asking. Are you, are you insulting Davon Jackson? <laughs> I'm just asking. How dare you? I have a question. How dare it's you? It's assuming. I have a question. What's up? As a guy... What's up? And maybe other guys in the chat as well. 
Do they prefer bald? Mm -hmm. Let me just address this okay. super chat really quick, but we will get to that right after, and then we'll wrap in about 10, 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Devon Jacks. We'll, we'll get to that, Devon. Devon. Sorry, fuck. I'm butchering your name, man. My bad. Uh, so on top of that, the fact that the man has to put in more work to even get in the bedroom in the first place. So he's saying, hey, it's harder for men to get laid. And I would also say it's harder for men to be good in bed too, to add on to his point. Your guys' thoughts on that? I think it's just easy to like, get for men to just be done. It's easy for men to be satisfied. I agree with you there. I think men's orgasm response is more consistent and it's easier to get to. Mm -hmm. But speaking on, on the flip side though, I would say that there are a subset of women who can experience far more sexual pleasure than men can. So we're talking squirting, we're talking mul uh, multiple orgasms. Most men, when they orgasm, it's a wrap, it's done. So women do have some, it, it's kind of like a much larger spectrum because you have some women that can't have severe difficulty climaxing, some can't even climax, and then some that can come in 10 seconds and just keep coming, so. I think that Devon might have an Dave, issue. Get Dave, his name Dave, right. Devon. How dare you, Sarah? <laughs> Devon here. Put some respect Hold on, on Devon's name. Devon Call may, him Mr. Jackson. No. He Sarah. may have an issue getting women into the bedroom. Mo a lot of men have issues. Get, sorry, go ahead. I feel like that's a personal problem because... Sorry, mom. Back home, I don't have, we don't have any issues with that. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my mom's watching this podcast. Back home? What do you really mean, bad. back home? Like, I live with my boyfriend. Do, do tell, Sarah. So, what, we don't, I don't. He does, you, hold on. So, <laughs> wait, is your point that your boyfriend, who you've been dating for how long? Two years. Your boyfriend, who you've been dating for two years, he's not having difficulty sleeping with you like huh yeah. well yeah you guys are in a relationship yeah but i don't think it like i think it it's a personal experience like if a girl wants to have sex with you or not like if girls don't want to have sex with you frequently like maybe that's a you problem because like where i stand like i have no problems do you get what i'm saying no and, but like I the think excuse of like Oh, like some girls are too tired or when you get married, this and that. Well, it's like, what are you doing that makes her so unattracted to you would be my question. Because I think throughout my relationship for like, hopefully, you know, like years to come, like I never want that aspect in our relationship to die out, mm -hmm. to decrease. I think it's a really important aspect of relationship. And I think that's like a, a stereotype about certain women that like it, it's harder for you to get them into bed. But like. Have men ever considered asking themselves why they can't do it? Do what? Getting get a, their girlfriends into bed? We'll get a, girls in general into bed. Like if they oh, don't want to sleep course. with you. Of course, yeah, like, men think about that all the time. Yeah. Um, Eric, can you pull up? Did we get this super chat? Yeah, if you can show that. That's uh, Devon, by the way, thank you for that other $10 super chat. We did pull it up. You asked, uh, you said you have female friends. Don't ask them questions. Um, 
Devon Jackson, so many women complain about men not knowing where the spot is to be bad at BJ's is a lack of effort. And did I say it was difficult or that it's more work for a man to get a woman in the bedroom? So what he's saying is, and I think you're kind of looking at it from like within the confines of a relationship, but I think what he's kind of talking about is it's more difficult for men, men to get laid like to get to that point it's harder mm-hmm. for men yeah to get there don't you think that that's almost the way that it should be men pursue women yes i mean shit i'm down if some women want to dm me and you know but I'm like you, like it. you can't you can't slide like. into the dms large labia women do it <laughs> sorry go ahead no i'm just saying like you can't like base your perception of difficulty on your own experience but okay let's speak in generalities here it is harder for men to get laid than it is for women to get laid yeah yes what if women just wanted to go sleep with everyone what would you guys say then you're going to complain whether we do it or not right well i think men's complaint as far as it being difficult to get women into bed is some some men believe that perhaps women have unreasonable expectations and unreasonable standards yeah but then we do sleep with whoever guy and then we're a slut and a hoe and like well, if we don't sleep with you just, you're gonna cry because it's too well, hard women yeah. are pickier they're just more sexually selective right what which is more why it's selective. women are more sexually selective so it's harder for men to get laid and what you have happening kind of at least amongst well you see this playing out on dating apps is you have basically 80, 90% of women that are chasing after the top 20, top 10% of men. So for example, on Tinder, the top 10% of men, the top 20% of men have their pick of the litter. Whereas like average guys on Tinder are getting fucking destroyed. They're getting almost no matches, even if they're average. Average women can sleep with women. Average women have no issue sleeping with men casually but average dudes that sh- it's hard for average men I think it's because men are just hornier men are hornier yes sure <laughs> so they want to get laid attorney Reese I need you to weigh in what's the verdict On which part lay down the gavel what is the verdict attorney Reese Esquire on which Counsel. Which part? Hmm? On which part? The, what we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't listen. <laughs> Jesus, Mike, Mike Davis with the roasting. Okay. So let me ask a question <laughs> kind of related to this. Is it harder to be good in bed as a man or as a woman? Say that again. Is it harder to be good in bed as a man or as a woman? Probably as a man. Yeah, I'd say probably man. Man. I don't know. Women are kind of putting on a show. What was the question? Like, your eyes are open as, like, as a man. Ours are closed, and we're the ones that have to worry about, like, you know, it's what we look true. like every second. I think it goes both ways, though. I think because a lot of times um, men put in a lot of effort during sex. So I think, like, physically, yeah, you could say the man. But I think also, like... Um, Thanks for putting that up there. Yeah, um. but for <laughs> men or well, these 
For men, it, they're easily satisfied. So for a girl to be good in bed, it's like, okay, I came. I fucked her. That's that. I'm good. But for a woman, it's like, I want to be pleasured. I want to be taken care of. So it's a lot harder for a man to satisfy all of those needs compared to a woman. And I think I think I would say men just for the purpose that I think for a man it's very simple. Like, like just just be there, just be a woman, just be there, and like I'm good, you know. And I think women wouldn't accept a man that didn't put an effort. But I think a man would accept a woman the other way around. It's more acceptable that way. Yeah, it's like more acceptable for a woman, for to, a woman lay to lay there and do be nothing. A princess. And like that, yeah. and like for some men, like that's fine. Like do that, you know. And they put in all the effort, but. I, it doesn't go the same the other way around. Like a woman would not enjoy sex with a man that didn't do anything. So I would say that it's harder for men in that sense. To be good in bed? Yeah. Word. Because it's constant effort. Word. Hmm. Well, I had something related to this, but I'm trying to find it here. So I guess here's another question. Why is it that if a woman can't orgasm, it's the man's fault but if a man can't orgasm, it's his fault. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective there. Um, I don't think that's a perspective that I have. Yeah, I don't think that... Okay, I but know, like... Again, I don't really have. I guess the, the thing would be is that... I'm trying to think how I want to frame this. How do I frame this? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I want to frame this one. Anyone want to come in on that? I always thought it was the other way around. I always thought, like, if a guy couldn't finish, he would get mad, like, she didn't do it right, or I don't know, something. And then, like, if a girl couldn't, it was, like, almost her fault in a way because, like, girls are harder. It's harder for them, for some girls to do it. So I've always heard it the other way around not that way which that's also like a different way to look at it but hmm. i don't know hmm. word word okay we got some super chats we're gonna watch a video and then we're gonna wrap up uh let's see here uh mike davis with the roast do you want to respond to mike davis he's shooting shots you can lay into him this is your last chance no oh <laughs> Devon Jackson with the $10 soup chat. Yes, that's the way it should be. It should be harder for a man to get a woman into bed, and the woman should re reward the man with more effort during. What does effort look like? What is? I mean, effort looks different to everyone, though. That's what I'm saying. I think effort could be replaced with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, definitely. Yeah. Definitely agree with you there. Word? Word? Yeah, Devon Jackson, thank you. The uh, ten dollar soup chat. Um, Liv, can you cuddle with Mike Davis's photo? His portrait. Ah. All right. Live vicariously, Mike Davis. Okay. Dave on. Thank you for the ten dollar soup chat. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it should it be harder for a man to get a, in, a woman into bed. It should. Be. Should it? Men are natural. Pursuers, women are receivers. Didn't you say you were a feminist, though? Yeah, but didn't how you? How do you how you reconcile this view, but also be a 
consider yourself a feminist. Kind of like how she was saying. Because that's, that's my perspective. But I also believe that everyone is permitted their own perspective. You know, like people can think what they want to think. There can be a girl that's like, no, I'm going to choose. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do everyone. And by all means, do you. All power to you. Hmm. For me, that's what I believe. So that's what I agree with. But I wouldn't necessarily push that perspective onto someone else. But like I would definitely like encourage it, you know, like with my friends. Like if you ask for my opinion, this is what it is. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's do one last video and then we're going to wrap it up. Oh, I guess the last thing that could potentially... Okay, who should pay on the first date, men or women? Men. Men? If he asks, men. Into the mic, guys? Men. I'd say whoever asked to go out on that date. Whoever asked that person. Liv? Yeah, whoever asked the person out. Okay. Eric, pull up the video tab, por favor. Last video of the night, guys. Okay, go to uh, Matt Hussey, who pays. Let's have one more question. We had this person at the back in the stripes. Um, Yeah, let's hear from you. Um, During the dating period, you know, after like four or five months of dating, um, I'm just wondering at what point does it get do you have to pay, did the woman have to pay when they go out? The guy is asking that I should, they should be half and half at that point when you already- uh, At what point? When you already been dating for four or five months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, uh, to, to give you a quick answer on, firstly, I think we should just deal with the who should pay thing to begin with. Who, when you're on a date, who should pay? <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what I told them. You know, I'm sorry. But, I say, I'm dating. We're dating. But here's the gentleman here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's supposed to pay. Yeah. That's you're what su- I told I, him. But you're supposed to have sex with him whenever he says. No. <laughs> whenever Walt. What's where? Where? But what's the, Where does this double standard come from? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the reality. You guys can. You can. You can moan at it all you want. But the moment you say to a guy, you have to fucking pay for my time, you're saying this relationship isn't equal. This relationship isn't equal. My time is worth more than yours, so you should pay for it. I wonder what paradigm that sets up. Here's my view. If you go on a date with a guy and you don't offer to pay your share, you weren't taught right. If you go on a date and he doesn't pay, He wasn't taught right. I can tell you right now, if I was dating someone and they never offered to pay, I wouldn't be dating them. I can tell you that now. If they never offered to pay, I would not be dating them because I'd I'd say... Anyways, um, we kind of get the point of the video. So your guys' reaction to the video? Um, (laughs) cheese. Cheese? Cheese. Cheese. Like, like I said cheese? before. Yeah, cheese. He's cheesy? No, I meant G's, but you heard cheese. G's? No, yeah. What, so, but what does that mean in the context? I don't know. That was just like weird. I don't agree with it. What specifically? 
just the fact that he's just like if I wasn't if someone didn't offer to pay on the first date I wouldn't be dating them but no, if someone from asked what me, he said was from if he was dating someone and they like never mm-hmm. asked to pay or something like that yeah, if you're dating that's a different yeah story. if you're dating but I heard, I thought he said that it was on the first date if they didn't offer to pay their half they wouldn't be dating them like or they they wouldn't continue to date them but if you asked me on a date and you didn't pay for it, there wouldn't like I wouldn't want to date you. Yeah. And I think it also goes um, for effort and for um, like how much they care. You know, like I don't want to be with a guy that wants to split the bill with me. What else is he going to like want to split? Like you think, you know what I mean? Like I Wait. want to feel what? So you you would want the guy to pay on the first day? Yeah. What about subsequent dates? He should if still we pay? Are, if he is not my boyfriend and he is still pursuing me, he should be pursuing me like to the fullest. So yes, paying for dates. So my how, boyfriend, many, how though, many dates would it take you to get to the boyfriend stage? 10, 20, 30? I think it just depends. Okay. Until you get to that level. Like, I mean, but like, so he pays until you're in a relationship and then 50-50? Or... I mean, I, how many dates are you going to go out with a guy if you don't even pl- intend on dating him? I think. Well, you know, I mean, like, like if you if I don't intend meeting, on dating the guy, I'm not going to take him out on 20 dates. You know, I'm not going to do that. Like, I think a date is to get to know someone. And I think for me, like, I want a man that can show me effort and show me masculinity in that sense of being a provider okay. and wanting to provide for a woman and having me you know, receive that, I think that's something that I want. Am I going to throw a fit if a guy asks me to pay on the date? No. Is he ever going to hear from me again? No. So if a guy asks you to split the bill or separate checks... I would never go to a date without money. Sure. But if he does do that, he does say, hey, let's get separate checks. Yeah. You'll, You'll pay, but you'll never... That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. Okay. We'll go around the table really quick, specifically on that. Live... Is it a wrap if the guy does not, uh, the guy says, let's split on the first date? No. Not a wrap. Okay. Yes. It's a wrap. Okay. On the first date? First date. Yeah. It's a wrap for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, I feel like if they ask me out, then, I mean, they should pay. But regardless, I would offer just as a, like, mm-hmm. like as a principle thing. I don't know. Like, that's just me. Okay. So, on that note... Is your position whoever asks should pay? Yeah. On the first date, I think he should pay. But who? Okay. I say whoever asks should pay, but I would never ask a guy. I was just going to say yeah. that. I would never ask a man yeah. on a date. Yeah. yeah, whoever asks. Okay, so, and I, I was kind of getting, that's where I was going is, well, if whoever asks should pay, have you ever asked a guy out on a date? No. No. Yes. Yes, but did he still pay for it? No, I paid for it. Fair enough. <laughs> it was AJ. Okay. Um, yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. I have not. Okay, so the whole whoever asks thing is at best naive because it ignores the fact that men de facto have to be the initiators. Men have to ask women out. Not to say that it's probably less than 1% of all the first dates that ever occur are initiated by women, but some women do ask men out. Sure, we'll throw that caveat out there. 
but the exception does not make the rule. Men have to be the initiators. So in order to say whoever asks should pay, your answer may as well be men should pay because de facto men are the ones that are initiating. So here's my spicy take. And a lot of men disagree with me on this. A lot of women disagree with me on this because a lot of men say, hey, you know, and, and honestly, it will lose you women as some of the women on the panel said, hey, if the guy asked to split, it's a wrap. I'm done. Here's my position. I don't pay on the first date. I'll pay for, I'll pay for my bill. I'm not going to pay for the girls. The only scenario where, I, where I'd pay for a girl is if she's like, say, I'm significantly out-earning her. So she's probably younger, right? If she's 18 to 22. Fact of the matter is, though, I'm, most of the women I'm dating are around my age. Are I'm 33. So most of the... Oh, sorry, I almost spilled there. Most of the women are professionals. You know, I've dated... Jesus. Okay, I, I'll guess I'll, I'll give the list. Hold on, let me hide this while I give my list here. Dated, I've dated three attorneys. One doctor, one physician assistant, one dentist, one pharmacist, more fucking nurses than I can count. A phlebotomist. No. Um, uh, let's see. Professor, teacher, PhD student, uh, lecturer. I mean, profession-wise, the list kind of goes on and on. Um, no offense, Attorney Reese. If I'm on a date with an attorney, a litigation attorney who's making $250,000 a year, there's no fucking way I'm paying for her on that date. Like, it's not happening. You make 250 k you want me to pay? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying that's how much you're making. Yeah. Um, but to me, that blows my mind. If it, but so the reason I bring that up is if she's younger, she's in college, then she might not really be able to afford it's it's a bigger stretch for her so under those circumstances i'm more willing to pay um and then of course like if i'm dating a girl and she's not quite as far along in her career let's say i want to go to hawaii that's something i'll do with a girl hey let's go to hawaii i'm gonna pay for the whole trip i'll pay for everything uh because i just want to go to hawaii i think he i don't know if he touched on that in the video jesus christ entertain me jesus christ okay um so where, where was I going with that? Okay, so there's the age thing. There's also just, this kind of goes back to what we already talked about, the dating meta. People are dating multiple people. So I'm not gonna adhere to my traditional gender roles of me as the male being the provider and paying for a woman if she's fucking another guy. And the fact of the matter is, most probably most people that you're going to encounter in dating into 2022, they're not truly single. They're entertaining multiple options. They're sleeping with other men. Guys are doing the same shit too. But what I'm saying is, I'm not going to adhere to my traditional gender roles with a woman who's not traditional. So that's the reason why I wouldn't pay. It's like... Did you ask them out? Yes. Most of the time I'm asking women out, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get a text back or a call back? Yes. Yeah. I feel like... It's definitely... For sure it's tanked my chances with some women... But it's just like, okay, you can't be a feminist until the check comes because most of the women in Santa Barbara are liberal. Okay, you're feminist, but when the check comes, you want me to be traditional man? It's old order, it's, it's old order for me and new order for you. I have to adhere to my traditional gender roles, but you don't? 
Sorry, that's not how it works. And I can agree with that. I was just going to say that. Like, if you're if you are choosing to go out with girls that are, um, I guess you could use the word feminist in that sense. Um, I mean, preferably not, but I mean, but most like, women. I understand. In California. I understand. Yeah, the group that you're talking about. So, like, yeah, you know, like if they're not going to conform to those roles, why should you? But also, and this is in agreement with what you're saying. Like, choose. Like, if if you want to participate in these like traditional roles, then do it fully, you know, or to what, what best suits you and your partner's dynamic, you know, because like with my boyfriend, I wouldn't say we're necessarily traditional, but he definitely does pay every time we go to dinner. But that's not to say that I haven't paid for things and that I haven't paid for dinners. And like when we go out to celebrate him, like I will pay for him and us and things like that. Like, I don't think it's, I think it's not so black and white. But I think everyone definitely has their own um, area on the gradient where they lie of whether or not they're traditional or not. And I think if you are choosing yourself to be with women that are not traditional, then you shouldn't be worried about if other dicks have been in them because you've been in a lot of other vaginas. And you, How do you know that? I'm a man of God. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to choose to put yourself in that situation, if you're going to choose to put yourself in that um, group of people, then then be that way. Like, be that fully. Like, don't complain when women are sleeping with other men when you're not paying on the first date because you're not traditional either. So you think that if I started paying on the first date, the women who I'm asking on the date their body count is magically going to be low. No, I think That's that not like, I think that you align with what you attract. You but, will Okay, 90%, I would say 90% of women in today's day and age at least here in Santa Barbara and California are not traditional women. And News I think flash. No, so, I agree with you, but I think if you're finding a girl in Isla Vista versus finding a girl like well, I'm, I'm not really dating women in college, really. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but the fact I don't think I'm like but like to make a comparison, there's like my where age. you find your woman is the kind of woman you're going to get, right? Like you find a girl at a club, she's going to be a girl that likes to, to go bars, to the club. clubs or parties. I don't drink. Right. I'm not referring to you sure. specifically, but I'm saying generally like for men, like you find a girl at a club. Yeah. She's going to be a girl that likes to club. That's why I don't date women who go to the bars and clubs. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But like if you choose to not be, if you choose to be traditional, then choose it fully does that make sense well i think this is something that i feel like this is I, a really like a, a really general topic that i'm trying to condense i mean i i think women have to go first on this one you want men to be traditional you have to be traditional women absolutely i think it has to be women go first on this but how traditional are we talking about i'm not gonna not vote. but if we're traditional why are we going first why are what we taking mean? the lead? No, no, no. I don't, when I say go first, I don't mean taking the lead. I mean, in terms of who came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah. And if women want men to be traditional, women have to be traditional first. That's no, what I mean. I don't, I don't think it's about changing who someone because is. I think it's about here, seeing the right person for yourself. But, but yeah. here's what I'm saying. If, if broadly speaking, women want a return to men being traditional protecting, providing, etc., chivalry, all that shit. You got to be a traditional woman. 
But I don't think all women want because that. Because I think the thing. most women don't want that. Yeah. I've seen I've seen women talk mm. to me like I don't want a man to pay for me on the first date versus yeah. us. Most like, every girl at the, here pretty much said whoever I should pay. But if you mm. look, if you talk to a hardcore feminist, I mean like hardcore California feminists who like grow out their but, leg but hair. Yeah, but you know that's, what I'm saying? I, like, one, guys far. don't want to date them. Two, <laughs> that's like outlier, small percentage of people. Most women, like, they are probably going to lean towards having a preference of whoever asks should pay. Well, that's men. And the thing is, as far as, like, women have to go first on being traditional, men adapt to women. So, however y'all are, we're going to adapt. So, because women control access to sex. So, we will adapt. However, if... If we have to take women out on seven dates, if we have to give women a ring before we can get sex, that's what men will do. But marriage is no longer the standard. And maybe it shouldn't be, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I would want, but what I'm saying is is that if, if men were, well, w- women have to go first on this one. I again, like I said, like I don't think that this is about people changing who they are and their perceptions of what is equal. I think this is just about finding someone who suits you and mm-hmm. suits your perspective on things. So, like you could say, you could adapt to what a woman wants to have sex with her, but you're no better than the girl who's sleeping with everyone else and doing whatever it is that she can do to sleep with people. Well, on that note, so it's in not terms adapting. But what I'm saying is, is that. The way things have worked is women sort of, there was a, an, what, what's the term? The sexual liberation, let's say, right? And we can, I don't know, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing, I don't know. But men have adapted to that. If all, if 99% of women's standard was marriage, ring, then sex, men would play that game because women are the gatekeepers of sex. Mm. So I don't know if some grand female conspiracy has to come along. If we want to return to that, I don't think I mean, that's a, those days are gone forever unless you go to like a very conservative country and I could, that might not even be a desirable thing for people. I don't know. Um, I mean, it certainly plays into men's sexual strategy. I mean, I think I think casual sex probably hurts women to a greater degree than it hurts men. So Yeah. I mean it kind of makes sense like look at those like really conservative families who are really public with their lives and they're literally engaged for what I mean they're dating for what 3 months and they're engaged for like mm-hmm. a year and they're really abstinence, they don't even hug each other, they don't do anything and they can't even do anything. So they basically fast forward their relationship. They and then play they, the game to get what they want. Yes. They play the game to get what they want. Sure. Sure. So <laughs> I agree with you. It makes sense. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, no, that's a good point. Uh, a bit of an outlier thing. Um, I, I, yeah, I can't really speak too much on that. Did you want to come <laughs> in on this? I know you're dying to come in on this one. Um, you're dying. Mm-hmm. I'm over here with excitement. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you going going back to it, I guess if you want 
a traditional woman or whatever, seek out that, you know? Don't try to change whoever you have in front of you just for the purpose of sex or wanting the relationship to continue. You just can't force that, so. Well, so to bring it back to the whole, like, who should pay thing, I guess, as I'm an egalitarian, I believe, I believe in true <laughs> equality between men and women. Mm-hmm. So to me, that would suggest that people should pay their own check. I said it. Oh, no. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess um, if, if that's the way that you live, then yeah, for sure. Until when? Um, what do you mean? Forever. Forever? <laughs> yeah. So I'll like if, if you get married and you have a wife and everything, you'd, you'd make her be, split everything. Like bills split? and everything? Huh? You would split bills with her? Well, it depends. Like it's a proportionality thing. Like if my income is more, then it can be a proportionality thing. I mean, I want to get to a point. <laughs> no, but I want to get to a point. But do you disagree with that? Do you think the guy should be the provider? No, no, no. I I'm think just trying to understand. I, like, I think that it should all just go into one bank account oh if you um, no, but at the same time no. the same well DNA. okay i mean no. th- then there's the other thing like i don't really believe in marriage so that's another thing oh, i could no. i could i could be with a life partner marriage nah that's not it marriage isn't it maybe children maybe we'll see wait, wait so what's the difference it's just like a legal document well m- marriage introduces i mean you're an attorney so marriage gets government involved and then the government gets involved and then to mm-hmm. unwind a divorce then you need attorneys and then the that's why you got a prenup right here. well she you're <laughs> yeah you're getting divorced yeah so i mean there's financial component as far as prenups go i'm sure the attorney can weigh in on this prenups are not bulletproof prenups get thrown out all the fucking time so yeah. I mean, you see it with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre had a prenup <laughs> with his wife, right? Yeah. I'm sure Dr. Dre had plenty of money to consult with an attorney Before. and get a bulletproof, ironclad prenup. Oh, it was, I was pressured into signing it. Boom, it's thrown out. The judge throws it out. So, and there's actually a bias against men in the family court system, but that's all another conversation. So it's not a good do not enter into a contract with someone who is rewarded for breaking it. And the fact of the matter is, if men are the breadwinners, then there's a financial benefit for women to divorce men. So (laughs) if you can get alimony, if you can get spousal support, divorce is starting to look real inviting. Oh, I had an argument with my husband. And here's my take. The only way I would get married is if it's, till death do us part. I'm not marrying a girl unless I know deep down it is death till, what is it? it so well, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I could definitely have a ride or die. I could have a life partner, but people's words in today's day and age mean nothing. Till death do us part. That means something. That's for life. Yep. People, it comes down to commitment, right? If you cannot stick by your word, then what does it mean? What does marriage mean your if word it's is not your right? Yeah. Till death do us part. Let me okay. Let's just get an annulment six months later. What does marriage mean anymore? It doesn't mean anything. So maybe maybe I'm wrong for looking for a ride or die, but like, if I'm getting married, that shit's for life. 
So. I mean, that but I mean, if you sense. have kids with them, like how you're no, stuck I mean, with them yeah. either way. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm just not going to get married. <laughs> I don't need the government involved in my love life. I guess you could say. No, that's true. But I, uh, I didn't. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> the government shouldn't be involved yeah, no, in the but first then place. Again, but then again, I feel like I was very young. I was very young. I was very naive. I was very much into the aspect of thinking that he was someone that he actually wasn't, or at least just portraying something in my head, thinking that he was this person. But it, that that wasn't it. That wasn't reality. So yeah. And actually, just quickly on the marriage thing, and then I'll bring it back to the uh, who should pay on the first date thing. So I have a list here. Hold on, let me find it, guys. Uh, some reasons why not to get married. 50% of marriages end in divorce. 80% of divorces are initiated by women. 90% of child support payments go from men to women. 97% of alimony payments go from men to women. So as men, it's a bad bet. I also have a list here of some exceptional men who have been divorced. Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Dr. Dre, Ryan Reynolds, Tom Brady, Lance Armstrong, Alex Rodriguez, Channing Tatum, Chris Rock, Ben Affleck, Chris Pratt, Liam Hensworth, Ben Stiller, David Duchovny, Orlando Bloom, Tiger Woods, Sean Penn, Sylvester Stallone, Paul McCartney, Ryan Felipe, Jason Momoa, and Michael Jordan. If they can't hold on to a girl... What chance do you have? What chance do you think you have? So, and also Will Smith, I want to talk about Will Smith. He's not yet been divorced, but he got majorly cucked by his wife. So, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. So maybe I'm jaded. I don't know. I think you have to look at their environment. These are ultra famous people. They have a lot of people in their business. Okay. There's a lot going on. And plus, I feel like that goes with all marriage. There's a lot that goes on more than people think. Sure, but like you got to think, these men are exceptionally physically attractive, high status. I mean, some of the I mean some of the richest men in the world: Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. But that doesn't negate you to keep a woman. Your heart does. But okay, if if (laughs) and if you divorce them, it's like oh, I get to divorce you, and I get to get rid of you and your narcissistic and toxic ass. And I get money. It's a win-win for me. Which is why men should not get divorced. I, that's why I'm saying, though. It's like there's a reason for why you're like, oh, well, these men get to, like, how these men can't keep a woman. Like, what makes you think that your marriage or relationship is going to work out? It's like, well, look who these men are. Exceptionally attractive, high-status, wealthy men. But we're men. telling you who these men are. That doesn't mean everything. That doesn't mean everything. You can be so rich. You can be... I'm sorry. If Brad Pitt can't... To be fair, Angelina and Jolie you know seems fucking crazy. And you know what? He could be a crazy. shitty person. He could be a narcissist. He can be whatever the fuck... Like, maybe something is wrong. You never know. He could be bipolar. <laughs> Brad Pitt seems like a very... There's been some bullshit about him in the in the news. Like someone brought that up last show. I looked into it. It's all bullshit. Like all that stuff about Brad Pitt. Like also something that's often used in divorce to leverage in custody battles. There's going to be rampant false accusations of a child abuse. So that's another thing, men, you have to be very careful of when you have children and there's a divorce. 
that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. You don't even have to be married to end up in child that's, support. That's so. that's very true. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, I mean it's very common for false accusations to be levied against spouse. Also, I well, geez, I don't know. Okay, I want to bring it back to, but, but come on. Okay, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt. I'm sorry. This motherfucker is so handsome. Probably toxic. I he mean, seems say, like a fucking cool dude. You can say dude. the same thing about what that that supermodel Adam Levine's wife. Yeah, he cheated on her. She was beautiful. She is amazing. She was a great mom. But look, at I think they had an open relationship though. Mm. I think there was an understanding. Did they really? What about that one girl who's had um who who's had like five million marriages? What's her name? Joel Jolie. Angelina Jolie. No, not no the other one. Jennifer Lopez. Anyways, uh, well, sure. Wait, Jen, Jen, J Lo. Yeah, well, she she's divorced had like five. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, you can say the same thing, like one, one from the other. You just never know what's going on in their lives. I'm just saying these are some very attractive, very high status, very financially well-off men. Even they can't keep a woman. Guys, don't get married. Don't don't do it's it. It's not about looks. Don't, don't do get it. married. It's whatever. So anyways, so okay, bringing it back to who should pay for a first date. I don't know how I got there. Uh, I th- Maybe we already wrapped up on that. I don't we know. Did. I think we, we did. did. We did. Did we? Yeah. We did. did we? I know. We it's did. getting late. I'll, I'm going to wrap up here again. I feel like I missed. Okay, let me do super chats and then we're done. Guys, last chance. Get in your last minute super chats. Um, okay, so uh, did we do this one? Dave on Jackson with the $10 super chat. They all just proved my point by saying the man should pay on the first date. They expect the man to invest up front while they bring nothing but their existence. They know they don't ask men out often. Word? Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, I think I've had a girl. Oh, sorry. Do you want to come in on this? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say I've been asked out one time. I had a girl pay once, pay for me once on a date. She bought me a burrito. I still remember it to this day because that shit is so exceedingly rare. If you want to impress a guy, you you take him out on a date. He will remember that shit. Did you want to come in on this? No. Okay. Davon Jackson with the $10 super chat. Stop saying whoever asks when you know you wouldn't ask a man typically. Facts. I mean, when I met my ex-husband, <laughs> um, but I pursued him first. You know, it's not only the fact that men will always pursue. I pursued him. I mean, hey, props to you. Good for you. Like, I pursued my fiance too. I asked him on a date. Isn't isn't that interesting though that the men that you pursued? I mean, I know you're getting divorced, so yeah. <laughs> but you had a long term relationship with him. Mm-hmm. You have a fiance, and I think that goes to that. That says something. I think, anyways. Um, Dave on Jackson with the $10 soup chat. I disagree with Brian. I will pay anyway, but I believe there should be no judgment on where I take you. You're the fifth woman I've taken to this food truck this week. <laughs> Cut me some slack. Dave on Jackson has a uh, go-to food spot. He's, he's got that shit. He's got a flow chart figured out on. He takes them to the food truck, then to Burger King. He says, what's up to Mike Davis? And then he chart. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Davon, thank you for that $10 super chat. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, I would say, though, just to, on this point, like my take that I have 
as far as not paying for women on dates. Guys, this is more like a stupid ass hill for me to die on. But the fact of the matter is, is like doing that will probably lose you women. But like, frankly, I just don't give a fuck. Like, maybe you could say I'm a man of my principles, but like, if I'm an egalitarian, like you got, you can't be, okay. If you believe in equality, if you're a woman who's a feminist, you can't be feminist until the check comes. So feminism is not a buffet, no pun intended. You, you don't get to pick and choose the equality you want and the equality you don't want. But yes, it's gonna lose you women. I mean, you heard some of the girls on the panel here, they said, if the guy has to split, I'll split, but I'm never gonna talk to him again. And we've had a lot of girls say that, oh shit, rational male. I see you highlighted this, the rational male. Uh, yo, what's up, Rolo Tomasi? Um, we live in a post-marriage world. You just haven't realized it yet. Yo, shout out to the Godfather. Uh, check out, he's got a good book called The Rational, well, it's called The Rational Male. Uh, very good book. Um, ask me a question only Rolo would know. Um, oh shit, Rolo's in the chat here. Okay, so, um, what, geez, what should I ask Rolo? Oh man, we're, we're trying to wrap up here. Let me see if I can come, come up with something. Uh, let's see. Good to see you in the chat, man. Sorry we couldn't get Torsha on the show. I saw her YouTube channel though. Apparently she was stranded in LA, or sorry, not LA, she was stranded in Vegas. So I don't know what was going on there, but um, okay. So a uh, question for Ro the rational male. I have five, he has five? Wait, what? Five what? What do you have? Um, do you guys have a question for Rolo Tomasi? Incredibly intelligent author of The Rational Male. He was in a hair metal band in the 80s. His band was as big as Motley Crue, I've heard. He fucking, he slapped, slapped the bass, man. <laughs> you know, he slapped the bass. Yeah, um, you know, he his rock star 20s, I think it's called. Um, yeah, Rolo. He's got beautiful long hair, by the way. Very long hair. He's got the flow. He's got a great flow. So if you guys have any questions on like hair care, he's the guy to ask. Women, ladies, do you have any questions for Rolo on hair care? Thrash metal, how dare shit. <laughs> I think I got my hair care pretty Jesus bad. Christ, <laughs> okay. We've been, going, we've been going long. Kiki, you got any questions for uh, Rolo? Let me ask Rolo, Rolo, let's get you on the show, man. Let's get you on the show. Um, it's in the works, guys. We are going to get Rolo uh, Tomasi on the show. Guys, read his book, uh, The Rational Mail. Some pretty fucking based insights in there. And uh, yeah, let me get these last super chats, guys. Sorry, I know we gone long. We're going to wrap up here in two seconds. Mike Davis with the $10 super chat. Do not get married, my fellow kings. While I've never broken up a marriage, I've prevented many. Dude, fucking legend over here, Mike Davis. Boom, look at this fucking legend. He's, he's such a legend, he, he gets his own honorary spot on the uh, panel. Davon Jackson with the $10 soup chat for Rolo. How do men communicate versus how do women communicate? Um, actually, Rolo, one question. I don't know if you're still in chat, Rolo. Can you tell people in the chat, what is an alpha widow? 
explain to us what an alpha widow is. I don't know if he's still in chat, but um, yeah. Um, so I don't know if he's going to come in on that, but really quick, guys, final, last chance. If you guys have a final piece, anybody, anybody? Last, last call. The rational male, men communicate overtly, women communicate covertly. I think that's in response to uh, Davon Jackson there. Let's see here. I'm trying to peep if uh, he's responded to my question. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to think if there's one last thing before Rolo comes in with his Alpha Widow thing. We'll, we'll get him on the podcast and we'll talk about all that stuff. I've got some solid questions ready to go for Rolo. Anyways, guys, oh, Alpha Widow, the guy equals the guy who a girl can't get over widows her for other men. We'll go into that in a separate podcast. The girls are about to pass out from... <laughs> misogyny okay so uh just kidding just kidding uh anyways guys we're gonna wrap up thank you so much for tuning in thank you for all the super chats you guys were fucking hilarious you guys were great really appreciate all the supports yeah definitely uh rollo hard to answer through the chat maybe hey let's get you on the show let's do it october let's do it um thank you guys for tuning in thank you for the wonderful panel for uh coming on sorry that we went a little late guys uh, it's just it's always been going late um we will be live again Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to the viewers. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. You can have been doing anything else, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Like the video and leave a comment on your way out for the algorithm. Thanks again to the wonderful panel. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Have a good night, guys.